0: It is Sunday evening, and the boys are back in town. It's a regularly scheduled CSP coming to you after a absolutely loaded week, a bonkers week, a bananas week, a newsworthy week. Lots going on, lots to chat about, much to think about. Before we get into all the happenings, we need to just you know do, do a little roster rundown here of who will be taking you through the week's antics. First of all, it's me, Barry. Hi, How are you doing? I was away. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I left you all. I'm sorry I was away. I'm back now, though. We can talk about it. Um, uh, I'm joined by my ever-dependable co-host, last week's hosts. First of all, Mr. Joe Towner.
1: Uh, last week's hosts, but tomorrow's hosts as well, maybe.
0: That's right. That's the rest of the time.
1: The best there is, the best there was, the best there will ever be.
0: Then, now, forever together. Isn't that what they say? That's an old, wise podcaster's proverb. Uh, also with us, Mr. Paul Griffin.
2: Ring. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, there he is oinking away there as he often is. Um, uh, how are we doing, gents? How was last week? I didn't get a chance to listen to last week's show. How did it go? It was, uh, it was good.
1: A lot of a um, lot of foresight, I would say, for the wrestling week. Oh yeah, uh, we made. Well, we had a big discussion because Paul had a, had a nitpick about SmackDown, um, which was around um, the fact that they didn't show Kevin Owens pulling pulling up backstage and then that led to a discussion about vehicles in wrestling and people arriving backstage and people commandeering cars and how that's a very important (laughs) part of wrestling and when wrestling was good people showed up in limousines yeah and then lo and behold this week uh not only does roman reigns kind of pull up in you know flashy car and get a big pop but uh page commandeers an ambulance and drives it back to the arena and we were like well what a coincidence
0: there you go csp influencing it? the world again you know was it? i i knew i knew tony was a fan i knew he was a listener yeah. Yeah. um you know he's he, he's listened to many of our great suggestions um yeah i i mean i if that just that just makes me think of of when daniel bryan was world champion in wwe and those that like seventy-minute conversation on Observer Radio about the rental car he showed up mm. in when he was feuding with Kane. Oh yeah, <laughs> and uh, were, oh, the Rock would never show up in that kind of car. It was like, oh my god, that is the least of his problems. But yeah, Hangman uh, Hangman stole an ambulance, which um, I mean, you know, he's he's pretty cool, but I, I don't know if I approve of that. The paramedics are are what did he just leave him on the side of the road?
3: I think commandeered is the phrase
0: they're wrestling. Well, yeah, wrestling makes up a bunch of stupid words. He stole it. He stole it. Is that his defense in, in court? Uh, judge, actually, I think he'll find. Um, I'm a wrestler, so I commandeer. It things. was
1: an emergency. It was an emergency because Kenny Mega <laughs> was, was,
0: ending. Ending. was getting beaten up, so he had to do something. And yes, uh, okay,
1: it took him 20 minutes to get there, so that was before the match started. But anyway, besides the point.
0: Oh, you're saying I can't take this paramedic? Okay, what's this word written on the front of the ambulance written backwards? What's that? emergency that's right that's right <laughs> now look at it in a mirror and realize that i need it okay um we will have uh, uh, your full dynamite review still to come later on this show um but we i mean <laughs> I'm, i suppose tangentially related to hangman there is wrestling news that we that we must um uh uh chat about uh before we get into the the various other news and tidbits from from our own lives in the wrestling world when it comes to news relating to cm punk when it rains it pours and uh that was no exception with this week i'll do my best here to just give the abridged uh uh chronological version of things that happened here, basically. Uh, There was the Dax Harwood um, uh, uh, podcast he did with uh, uh, Fightful, where he said in his recent conversations with Punk... Um it seemed as though Punk was looking to come back. Or or that he, he used missing wrestling. Dax wouldn't say he's looking to come back, obviously. Trying to keep my ducks in a row here. Basically said that he was reading the Steve Kearns book and it was making him miss wrestling quote unquote miss wrestling was the um uh was the quote. And then that quote got aggregated, and then CM Punk commented on an Instagram post saying there was a great story in the book about how there was two fighting wrestlers and Lawler brought them into the office and had them squash it then and there. Uh, So that business could carry on. And he said it was interesting. So just, you know, a little little cheeky punk, little uh, nod and wink bit there uh, um, on the old Instagram. And then that led to uh, uh, Dave Meltzer on Observer Radio saying that he was looking to come back to AEW. And that that decision was ultimately going to rest with Tony Khan. And that the injuries would more or less surely be healed by now. Because he was originally estimated to be cleared by April. And so it was going to get to the time soon where Tony was going to have to make the decision, yes or no. And then, of course, where all the real juice happens is on Dave Meltzer's board (laughs) where uh, amidst conversations about this and about whether or not Punk could come back and just, you know, the usual relitigating brawl out and everything else. Dave said, right, that Punk initially agreed to the Moxley storyline where he agreed to lose to set up the victory at the pay-per-view and then AEW got a letter from his lawyer saying he didn't want to do it um that way was the gist of Dave's post and then uh, I will pull up I will pull up the CM Punk Instagram post cuz within within about 2 hours of that story being aggregated off of the board onto Twitter CM Punk had a response ready to go oh. uh um uh in, in in response to the um uh, 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 Moxley story. Let me see if I can pull this up. I mean, I've seen it 10 million uh times in the last couple of days, but it was of course deleted. Let me here it is. All right, thank you very much to the Daily Mail for having this aggregated uh for me. <laughs> um sure, allow ads on your fucking godforsaken website. Uh let me see here. They <laughs> oh they actually don't even oh right, here we go, here we go. <clears throat> So CM Punk went on Instagram and just did one of those. He put an Instagram story, no less. This is a very weird way to issue this statement, but he, this is what he did. So CM Punk said, and I quote, I'll try and clean up some of the- <laughs> If I didn't know any better, I'd say he was on the sauce, because some of the writing was very garbled and panicked and probably furious, I'd imagine, is the real reason. I'll try and clean it up here. But he basically says, sigh, capital S-I-G-H, like a teenager. <laughs> I wasn't cleared to come back to wrestle yet. The plan was to wrestle at the pay-per-view. I sat and listened to Moxley's Rocky Three idea. I explained how I'd never seen a Rocky movie. I thought the idea sucked, but if the boss wanted to do it, whatever. He said he wouldn't lose to me. I'd never experienced someone refusing to lose to me. I just laughed. I asked Tony if this is what he wanted. He said yes. He's the boss, so I said okay, but I'd need to be cleared first. They kept saying it could just be a squash, so I didn't need to be cleared. I scoffed at that. My health is more important. Dave Meltzer is a liar. Jericho is a liar and a stooge. There were plans, but plans always change, but I'll never put a company above my health ever again. End quote. Uh, that is the CM Punk story, and then Jericho posted a GIF of Matt Hardy saying "delete" after CM Punk quickly deleted that because these are these are two children uh, having this this argument; these forty these something men uh, uh, having this debate. So, what 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 do we make of this latest round of uh, drammy drams in the in the CM Punko sphere, lads? It's,
1: they're all just really pathetic. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, mean, I just it's just about sending. <laughs> just imagine this lawyer and he's like right he's dealing with all these kind of serious like legal stuff you know murders and yeah. theft corporate kind of intrigue and then he's he gets a call from his one client who says i don't want to lose a fake wrestling match please send send me. <laughs> please can you write me a note for my boss to sell him i'm not gonna do it like what a, what a joke honestly can't they just not do this just just can't he just come back and wrestle have some fake wrestling matches and it'd be a bit of a laugh. I mean, I, it's pathetic, isn't it, really?
3: What's with his kind of prideful ignorance in having never seen a Rocky movie? Why Why has that been brought up a thousand times?
0: But the, but the, but the funny thing is, the, it, it's just that... Uh, but like, like not even getting into the intricacies of of his his wrestling uh, political machinations, he's just always got the fight that punks like a little bit of a fucking head wreck. He's a little bit of a fucking he's he's like a couple. He's just a couple of rungs below guy at a party with a guitar. Levels of annoying, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I feel like I feel like he he in real life definitely says to people at parties, "Oh, I've never seen a Rocky movie. Have you ever seen The Warriors? If you want to watch a movie about fighting, oh, you know, yeah, he's yeah. he's I think he's one of them, you know." Um, uh, I think you know. In another timeline, I could I could see him very much being a Zack Snyder guy. You know what <laughs> I mean? Uh, 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 like, like I think I I I that's just him always seeming like sort of while also being one of the coolest people in wrestling. Always being on the walking the line of being a bit of a dork. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's very it's very in 2017. Um, I don't even have a Facebook. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he was definitely saying that. Yeah, uh, I don't know, and it's funny because yeah, everyone was like, "Okay, he's tweeted about that seven hundred times that he's never seen a, a Rocky movie." Um, uh, also, <laughs> also the whole—I mean, the funny thing about the Rocky thing is—and um, this is the this is the trouble with with posting a thing like this and then deleting it and then not elaborating on it and then going radio silent again—is that like you could pick apart this story and maybe he could say, "Okay, well, no, what I meant by this was so and so," but the, it doesn't quite align to me that that that. Mox would 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 pitch the Rocky Three story, and then in the same breath say, "I'm not going to lose to you." Um, yeah. Given that's, that's
1: for anyone that doesn't know the Rocky Three story, it's assume it's Clubber Lang is like the hungry guy. Rocky's lost his like hunger as as mm-hmm. the song goes, "You trade your passion for glory." You know, Punk's, yeah. Punks traded his passion, and now he's come back and he's not got it, and he gets beaten, squashed by Clubber Lang, aka John Moxley. But then he he goes and runs on a treadmill and punches a big bit of beef and and then he yeah. comes back and wins right yeah so
0: see John Moxley see tried to play him that song and he goes uh, I don't like the song do you got any rancid I <laughs> so could listen to <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah it's funny because I feel like ever since this began. And there's always been this, like, seemingly passive-aggressive kind of, ugh, everyone's just talking to the media, you know, the elite are leaking things to the media about me. I feel like the the solution that's right in front of Punk's face that he doesn't want to engage with is, you know what, you need to probably just say, fuck it. He obviously wants to tell his side, because even before the Dax Harwood thing, there's been a million cheeky little posts and nods and winks and references on this commentary team and that commentary team and this Instagram post and this, and it's just like brother i think if not for the fact that he just got sued so badly last time i feel like he wants to do a seven hour podcast where he sets the world to rights but he just but he also doesn't want to deal with the headache of it so he gets these stories out in in half increments do you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah uh, i love i love jericho i assume it was jericho that then is the one behind leaking the stuff about that came out that he's responding to I love this idea of Jericho just running to Meltzer like Dave just like whispering <laughs> in his ear like a little little <laughs> snitch little, little the, the friend of the bully in the playground like oh I'm gonna I tell on you like,
0: shut up Jericho you
3: <laughs> yeah
0: I mean uh, Jericho's a well-known stooge
3: yeah, but that's yeah true. I mean but has also been lot of, for years and years and years he, he's almost like a political tool to use for wrestling. Oh,
0: totally. That's what
1: journalists yeah. are like, it's like no different yeah. to a, a, a Robert Peston or a Laura Kingsberg,
0: yeah. these, these sorts. I <laughs> <laughs> they
2: that. that text I, off,
1: I, you know, Rishi Sunak, and it's like, you know, Orris Johnson yeah. doesn't want to do the job. <laughs>
0: Dave doesn't is work, the brother. piston of the wrestling world. That's great. Yeah. Well, I, I remember. I think I probably even said it on this show. It was just kind of like this. This whole when the when the all out press briefing meltdown happened, and it was like, oh, the EVPs are talking about me to so the press. I, I, I'm like that. I'm not saying that doesn't suck, but I'm like, brother, you're a fucking forty something year old adult in the entertainment industry. Play the mm. fucking game or lose it is the is the reality <laughs> of it. You can cry that 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 your your enemies are talking to the media, but. It's like it's like going to war and choosing not to bring a weapon because you don't believe in it. Do you know what I mean? It's just like uh, you know. Um, it's the same with this. And look, he put. I mean, there was that story a couple of. Remember the story, quote unquote, from the punk camp a couple of weeks ago. Mm. You know what I mean? I think I think he he's someone who obviously just generally seems to hate that kind of thing, but doesn't want to admit it. But knows he has to get his story out there because it'll eat away at him to not have it out there and have and have you know paragraphs show up in the Observer that. uh uh, um, uh you know, uh, we just got word that everyone in um, the uh, AEW locker room uh, thinks CM Punk and GFY Jr., and we're not going to confirm who said that. <laughs> but, um, you know, um, <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah. I, I, one thing I will say, though, that I was, I've been relatively steadfast for a while in the, in, in the stance that I don't think he's coming back. Certainly not anytime soon. And uh, this was certainly a plus one in that column. Um, uh, this week, especially just as Fresh Reports said, oh, no, he he He's wants like, to come back. He's coming back, yeah. and it's like, well, you know... Um, although, to go back to his point about the, DAX, the the comment he made after the Dax thing, I mean, I, I feel like at a certain point, Tony Khan does need to make a decision, and if he does want him back, he needs to just get all the affected parties in the room, and he needs to lay mm-hmm. down the law. Do you know what I mean? He Why needs to that fucking-
1: I mean, how hard is it for... I mean, of course, they may not want to do it. They may not really agreed to yeah. kind of put things behind them, but you, isn't it just a case of saying, "Look, I don't give a fuck." You know, you you two are going to work together. You'll do as I'll tell you, kind of thing. If you're a yeah, if you're a real boss, uh, it's already gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, the story, the story way back when w- went that before before the meltdown that he did get Punk and Hangman in a room, but that's kind of even bigger indictment because he got them both in a mm. room, just the three of them, and didn't didn't solve mm-hmm. anything. So mm. uh, that's that kind of speaks to itself, doesn't it? I think he needs to. Yeah, you know, and, and especially if punk, as he claims, his stance is well. If the boss wants it, that's the way it's going to be. Well, then I, I, do you know what I mean? I think, I think TK mm-hmm. needs to do what was that little thing he said at the press conference about WWE contract? <gasps> this is fucking bullshit! No, I'm not going to stand for this anymore. He needs to do that with, with, with owl, owl Phil and and Hanger in the room and Mox, I guess as well. You know, and if, yeah, he, can't, that's if, the thing if is...
1: he can't do that, he needs to appoint a tough guy who can just get a fucking I don't know like an Arn Anderson type, but someone who doesn't mind being a shit to just sit there and tell them what's what and they can take the flack and he goes and, you know, hugs them or whatever and is a nice guy, (laughs) fine. You get get yourself a bastard, you know.
0: Yeah, minus the creepiness, get it, you need a Johnny Ace, you need a a shit shoveler. Um, Yeah. yeah. Arn Anderson, yeah, look, Arn Anderson, like, uh, you know, all right, boys, you sit down here and he he hashes out the piece and he pulls out his (laughs) Glock if they they fucking... About is like, we gonna have a problem here, Phil. We're gonna have a problem, <laughs> right? Are you doing the job. I'm taping my Glock here. Make sure you do it.
3: Um, the other thing on this is that Punk, in his, uh, I've never seen Rocky, I know I'm, I'm hyper focused on the fact that he's never yeah! seen a Rocky movie <laughs> because I've also never seen a Rocky movie, but I don't talk like, about oh, it every week on the podcast. Oh, oh. Um, but but the, the, when he said, I, this, this, this sucks, this sounds like it sucks. When actually in fact that storyline was was quite well uh, implemented I thought maybe maybe slightly rushed, probably because mm. they had to fucking argue with him for two weeks about rocky movies. but you remember with the the, the whole ace steel promo when he was in the crowd in Chicago that, that stuff was all great was like good, Tony yeah. and Tony and Mox were were
0: right <laughs> on that argument.
3: that was a great storyline great idea f- for a storyline.
0: And although the uh, the and that was actually what that was the in the first part of the the Dave message board post was that that the reason that build was like two weeks and they they did the match where Punk mm-hmm. lost and then they did one week of build and then they did payview was that apparently they were they were having their bitter negotiations backstage to even make it happen I guess is the reason he was he was mm-hmm. saying um yeah I don't know uh, I mean it seems like you know we're, I I think we're, I I you know I. I I would kind of hope by the summertime. I think. I think you need to, you either need to. I mean, is Tony Khan going to employ this guy for the rest of his fucking life, um, uh, and just have him sit on ice, yeah. making what we assume is over a million quid? Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think. I think decisions need to be made, and I think. I think, and uh, and I, I think more more so than just decisions. I think, act, like we were just saying about getting them all in a room. I think this is. I think this is real. This is the stuff that makes you as a as a pro, as a promoter and a businessman. And uh, we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see if if TK has it. Um. Yeah. So that'll be the the wrestling news. There. We'll jump into to wrestling television shortly. Uh, on the non-wrestling front, um, I was away last week I, I, I don't really have too much to report on my travels I went to the beautiful city of Glasgow uh, I found somewhere uh, colder, wetter and greyer than Limerick to, to hang out for a week, uh, weekend uh, It was incredibly wet uh, It was uh, extremely miserable So I met up with some pals uh, on the Saturday night we, we hit the town and then uh, no one was really around on the uh, on the Sunday So I kind of, I pottered, dare I say um, uh, I went into, I don't know if this is a big, I don't know if you have one of these in London, um, uh, Joe, I don't know if this is a big UK chain. I went to a, a place called FOP, F-O-P-P, a, a HMV-esque physical media emporium. Mm. Um, now, this is the type of place that if they had it, if they had one of them in this country, I would make like a monthly trip to it. Because I went in there and I, I bought a lot of comic books, right? Because they, they had all the big trade power. I got a copy of the uh, Hush, The Batman Story, and a couple of other things. And I went up and I perused their DVDs. And they didn't just have tons of dvds and all the big blu-rays on the charts this place had so much physical media they had an entire like almost a full wall of arrow uh, home movie releases which arrow is the kind of cult horror
2: mm.
0: you know rescue these horror movies from purgatory put them out on blu-ray company they had an even bigger wall of kung fu movies like specifically kung fu movies that I, most of which i'd never even heard of i was like yes this is the type of place, if they had even just one in this country, I would make a regular train journey up to it to go to. Uh, so I spent I spent an awful lot of time in there. And again, when I was just kind of um, looking for stuff to do that was near my hostel and didn't require too much money or traveling, I decided to take a punt on 4DX Cinema, right? <laughs> this is the uh, fucking <laughs> roller coaster chair, uh, blow wind in your face, spray water into the room, pump smells into the room when you're watching a film thing, mm. right Um, uh, so I, <laughs> and I didn't want to see like, and this was the correct decision to make, I didn't want to see like a good film that I was like really wanted to see Um, so I, I chose to see Shazam 2 which I'll talk about later Um, And I have to say, I felt like the oldest man in the world because first of all, I hated it. I hated the, the experience. Your chairs literally do rock about to the degree that I was like, I feel like I'm almost on the cusp of falling out of this thing at times. Um, they turn on when he's whooshing through the air and he's a superhero right so he's whooshing a lot they're blowing cold air from a big fucking massive industrial fan and again I hope if you gave a shit about the sound mix for a film don't see it in 4DX because it's not it's like okay great Uh, if bullets whiz past the character's head there's also air jets next to your ears in your headrest so it's like Next to you, uh, these were all these individual parts were terrible, right? I hated them all. The worst thing, though, is that when a character is getting slammed around, which again I'm seeing a superhero movie that's happened a lot, there's like a hydraulic uh, pump. There's two separate ones in your seat that smack your back. Uh, when a character oh, gets slammed and I was, ex- I was thinking that I was thinking that that would have that but I would think it would be like a vibration like in a massage chair mm-hmm. or maybe your chair would jolt forwards or something like that like they've all these disclaimers like don't do this if you're pregnant or under the influence or you have a heart condition or you've any, any kind of injury at all like don't do it so it's like oh maybe it's a little bit stiff again feeling really old the shots in the back were legitimately painful. Like, I don't know if maybe my chair was like not padded enough or it was a little bit worn or it didn't have enough cushing or something. Oh, you're a, just, a bit of a weak little baby. Or, or, a or I'm a bit of a weak. But I have lots of padding, though, as well. I have, oh, nice true, big, yeah. I have a nice big fatty back. Big do you fat. know what I mean? <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I could take a bump and maybe withstand it. Do you know what I mean? Maybe just one. But yeah, it was. It's just like it just it, they felt like a big, heavy bit of hydraulic machinery just hitting you in the back to the degree that when a, when when a character's mid air getting slammed, I towards the end of the film I was just like leaning forward just a little bit, and I could I could hear the clunk of the things hitting the back of my chair, and I was like, so I was having to avoid the various effects they put on. So 4DX absolutely, categorically not for me. The smells they pumped in didn't necessarily evoke the scene and question. Uh, anytime there was lightning striking in the movie, they which happened a couple of times, they they did a big flash in the in, in the auditorium. That was okay. Like i, I that stuff, I didn't hate, but uh, overall, not worth it. Also, seventeen of King Charles' great British pounds for the ticket before I even got a coke. Now, someone in our disco were saying that that was standard fare for a cinema ticket in in the UK. Guardian, I cannot. Believe like that, that. Uh, me, I, 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 me and me and Brona got tickets to see John Wick Four, which we'll also talk about later, for eleven euro, right? Which would be, I think, about like nine pounds. I do not believe it's seventeen pounds or thereabouts for a single uh, uh, ticket to a normal non four D X film. I don't buy that at all.
3: Well, I'll throw out my ticket for John Wick in View Cinema was seven euro fifty, which yeah. is six sterling
0: sixty yeah so, so i don't I'm, know i don't know if our I'm friends my, are being ripped off but. i'm on our local
1: i'm on my local view shazam fury of the gods uh recliner seats 11.99 recliner saver 10.99 i don't know what that means
0: what the fuck um
1: is that? and just the regular recliner seats no sorry recliner super saver this is getting to like a fucking train ticket i don't know why they're yeah what the fuck is this seats. But the cheapest is 9.99 so okay basically yeah it's yeah, if you
3: do their prices based on where you sit. Yeah, it's in it's, the a of, it's like a theater. Yeah. fucking rip off. Yeah. But
0: Same uh way. yeah, so four 4DX gets the big thumb. Have you boys done that? Have you either of you done yeah, that? Yeah, yeah,
3: I've done 4DX. You do you like it? No. I mean, I, I to be fair, maybe I've got a, a less brittle back than you, but I didn't feel like I was being hurt. It was it was it was like a
0: but I, I didn't i didn't limp out of the fucking theater my point is i didn't feel like i just got i didn't feel like i just wrestled gunther my my point was more it was this it, it was i wouldn't say it was actually painful but it was like uncomfortable to the degree i was i was avoiding it by the end of the no, I, I don't think I even had,
3: I didn't notice that it was, it was, it was, that okay. high. Maybe, maybe it depends on the cinema. Maybe, maybe they had the, the old punch style turned up a little bit more. It
0: may, you know. it may vary from cinema. It may also vary because also because I was seeing Shazam I was like, okay, I, it was happening a lot is the other thing as well. Cause the people are getting slammed into walls the whole way through yeah. that thing. You know, the thing, uh, the
3: thing with it is they use this one smell for everything. It's just like a, a nondescript chemically yeah. smell and they're like, oh, fire is that smell. Uh, rain it's that same smell and it, it doesn't really work um and yeah you're just being kind of juddered around in your chair i think i think i saw um fast and furious presents hobbs and shaw that was my 40X experience.
0: <laughs> what a miserable experience that must have been my god so it was all explosions
3: every time there was an explosion it was smell chemical smell
0: yeah, but, um, I mean, yeah, uh, actually, they, now that I think about it, they, they pumped in what were probably three unique smells throughout. But if you put it go into my head and be like, "What is this supposed to be evoking?" This room is damp. This room is what? Like, it's I don't know, man. You pressed a button to send a smell out. I couldn't tell you what each one was, you know.
3: I think it's fun to do once, but I, as you say, I wouldn't. I prefer just sit in a chair and watch a movie. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, it, it, I, was, I was gonna say once in a blue moon, but I I. I I can't fathom ever doing it again. To be perfectly honest, and no. similarly, it, because of like the how it affects the sound and stuff like that, is like it cannot be a film I care about seeing or hearing in a meaningful way. Um, anyway, that was that. that was four DX. The rest of Glasgow, lovely. You know what I mean? It's uh, uh it's a uh, a wonderful town. I always enjoy my my return visits. Um, yeah. No other no other news from me for the week. What about you boys? What have you boys been up to? I had a real shitty Saturday, to be honest. So
3: (laughs) so I've been seeing this girl, all right? Mm-hmm. I I thought it was going great. Great Mm -hmm. fun, great meetups and that. Then she got sick last week. We were supposed to do something. Then she got sick. And she stopped kind of message. Regularity started going down. I said, oh, Mm -hmm. chalk it up to her. She's not well. Mm hmm and then she got better, and the message regularly didn't go back up. And then, fucking here, what was this? Six, like six thirty in the morning, I get a message. So I, 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 I just happened to be awake at seven. Message her back anyway. Uh, got the, got the old. What's it? Uh, I got a lot going on. I'm not sure. Mm. I'm. Blah, 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 blah. Fair enough. Which is fine. And then, I mean, I, frankly, I'd prefer if someone would just say, "I'm not feeling it." Do you know what the worst thing is to hear? It's not fair for you.
0: Oh, <laughs> like yeah. just say what you're thinking. thinking.
3: <laughs> let, yeah, let me decide what's fair for me. Oh, um, if you're not feeling it, just say you're not feeling it. <laughs> like just be honest about it. Anyway. So that came to an end. Um mm. there was never a label on it anyway, so I don't feel like ah. it's something that I needed to like get over, like with the old eight-year one previously. Mm. But still kind of sucked where I was like, oh, I kinda enjoyed chatting to her and going on these little trips and stuff but anyway so i went in to dublin city center to do some retail therapy to pick up my spirits so i was getting the bus into town okay and i was down at the bus stop and it was rain It started raining out of nowhere quite heavily and i was waiting there i think it was 13 minutes when i arrived I, i the app did not correctly advised me i got to the bus stop and had on the thing next bus 13 minutes i say okay waiting in the rain for 13 minutes kind of st- stood in by a a, a wall trying not not get rained on so much bus comes right go straight past Too full too many people next bus 15 minutes <laughs> right so i said all right i'm gonna be waiting here for 15 more minutes or what i can do aha galaxy brain i can get the bus that doesn't go to the city center, but I can get that a bit of the way and then get a connection because there's there's more buses then that pass through further along the line, right? Because I can only get to C3 from where I am, but C1, okay. 2, 3, 4 all pass later on and they go to the city center as well. So I we got this other bus, got off. As I get off, I just missed the bus that I wanted to get to connect. Next bus, 15 minutes. Oh, <laughs> Again. So... Um, I think uh, what would normally be maybe a half an hour it took me about an hour and a half to get into the city center. Anyway, I did got, got some nice little pickups. Go on. I got uh, got some Blu rays. I got a Studio Ghibli TV show that they put out uh, Ron Ronja, which actually, funny story, um, Natty bought that for me right before we broke up. I said, you can fucking keep that. I'm not watching it. <laughs> i bought it for myself a year a year later um all the sweeter (laughs) i got the rock the the good movie one not dwayne johnson yeah um looking forward to that and i picked up on the xbox a little a little uh, john cena game WWE 2 k 23 okay i haven't played much of it i will talk about it later i had a little look on the create wrestler uh community creations. Didn't see any wrestlers with syringes in their knobs, unfortunately. Oh, ah yeah. would be taking be. the world by storm, but oh well. For
0: sure. So it takes a while to make those things, you know.
3: Absolutely. And uh and, and I bought myself a, a little Lego set. I got the uh, the Luke Skywalker X Wing helmet thing. You know the ones on it's on a little stand. Got that home, started building it. It's only bloody missing the piece, isn't it?
0: Oh. What
3: I know the old the old thing you hear, but that never actually happens. It was missing the piece. I had to, I had to email the Lego people and go, oh, "Sorry, uh, piece six hundred three two two five zero was not included in my little Luke Skywalker Lego." How,
0: how did you know how to identify it?
3: Because in the book, oh, it, uh, it, on is the it last a very page,
0: specific piece.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's a little. It looks like a little wrench almost. Okay. Uh, but the back of each uh, instruction booklet includes the list of all the pieces and their little codes. Mm-hmm. So you can just email them, and they'll ship you out that one piece. But now I have a half-built
0: <laughs>
3: Lego that I can't complete for two weeks. So that all happened on one day. i uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Which is a hell the of
0: a... Lego piece is the coup de grace. Just-
3: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. God. Fred crimes. Yeah. It was a little bit of a Frank Ryans day, but uh but we move. The we only thing that do. the only thing that could have happened that would have been even worse if United were playing and they got beaten. Mm. That would have been just the, the worst day probably of my whole life.
0: Yeah. They gave you a break, thank God.
3: But uh but you know, it is what it is. Uh it is what it is. It is what it e- what it e- and uh. Sherlock. I'm not to be honest, I'm I'm frankly not too upset. Uh it's a little bit of a bummer but it like is said, that, that, that's that's uh, that's just how it is and sure we'll move on to the next one
0: That's it. And
3: now I have uh, WWE 2K23 which I didn't have before. <laughs> company, what, no.
0: what more do you need? Yeah. I've heard that, I've heard that's quite good and I I I came on and I sung the praises of last year's game on, uh, on this year pod so I'm I sure I'll sure have fun with it.
3: Yeah, I I, I well I will review it later on because I really haven't played much of it but I I did the little tutorial section. Uh, it does seem, it seems fun, but it's still a little bit like they overthink the controls.
0: Yeah, a bit, yeah. Where
3: it's like, there's, there's combos and forward combos and back combos, and you can combo into a hold. And but it's like, let's come on, let's just do the old no mercy or, or smack down X to, to punch or kick like grapple, strong grapple. That's all I need. I don't need to do a, a a Street Fighter combo or a bloody Fatality or something to do a mare. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. A little bit complex. Um, But presentation-wise is good. And, yeah, some of the community creations are on there are quite fun. So I might have a, a little run with that later on uh, this evening. Um, Probably. Yeah, I might do the showcase mode. I've never played one of those showcase modes. I, I, I believe the story mode is still that... Horrendous! You're in the performance center. You yeah. build your way up. Can we not just do like we used to have in like SmackDown? Here comes the pain, where it's just you're you're the Rock, and it's like TV.
0: Well, yeah. So that's Universe mode now, um and that's that's their kind of like procedurally generated like you pick a wrestler and you just you you but
3: i I don't want it to be procedurally generated i want them to generate it
0: (laughs) well no no it's 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 a random hodgepodge it's like they generate all this stuff but like say the wrestlers that it is you're feuding with and all that stuff it's like yeah you go to an episode of raw and it's like you wrestle a match against john cena and you win and then next week it's like oh john cena jumped you backstage and now you're feuding okay i'll give that a go give that a go people people do i i've never been able to get it and it's also one of those things where where um you can just pick a guy and be a guy, but like they populate the entire cards for Raw and SmackDown and everything. So you can also just pick fucking you can then go to SmackDown and then pick Alexa Bliss and play her match and your right, guy's right, right, match. Right, right. You can you can you can do all it's 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 alright. I'm not I'm not into that stuff, but it is alright. The the showcase I'm interested to know what you about hear, think about the showcase because the production values on last year's game and I heard this year's as well is, is very, very good. This year obviously it's the John Cena mode. Yeah. Um but I've always had a i just don't really like the way they're very they're, they're like very objective based do this move yeah in this quick, spot. And quick
3: time events and, and
0: i just i admire those modes but i just don't have a whole lot of fun playing them but i'll, I'll be interested to hear what you think yeah. um rolling from the news uh in to uh the i think we'll go straight into the wrestling here no quiz this week no emails well, uh,
3: did, did you make your, did you make your, uh, your, 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 what's the name of it, Chris? What's it called? Uh, <laughs> only Lore
0: Connect. I did not. know. Oh, well, all right. The funny thing is, I've sat down to do it a couple of times and it's hard, and then I just do something. <laughs>
3: it else. is hard. Yeah. yeah. We, we put work <laughs> into this show. Yeah.
0: And the other, the other times, uh, <laughs> the other times I go, oh, this is too hard. I'll just do it. Johnson Busters. <laughs> then I give up on that and as well. And that's hard as well. Uh, well, like, yeah. I mean, but also you can, you can coast on that by just doing a shit one. Anyway. Well, um, I never
3: have. I never have. I wouldn't have. No,
0: um, no, 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 no. Anyway, we will uh, kick things off with Dino Might on the Wrestling Watch this week. And so, yeah, uh,
3: as what? Joe mentioned, I I couldn't believe, and I know Joe, you you are probably the same as me. Yeah. It was it was it was almost like, you know, we 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 do our prediction show every year, but last week on this podcast, Joe and I sat down and went through everything that dynamite should be doing from a both from a structural point of view you know we, we mentioned how dynamite never has like a storyline that goes through a show they mm. have their individual segments there's never like a steve austin arrives and Vince man has a plan and he he enrolls the other wrestlers and by the end yeah. of the show steve austin's for the plan there's never a condensed you know show specific storyline there's never wrestlers arriving backstage, which also happened on SmackDown by the way, which I couldn't believe. Um, there's never uh, St- Steve Austin showing up at the end in an ambulance. <laughs> we, I feel like we spent twenty minutes talking about all yeah. these things that don't, that don't happen, and every one of them happened on Dynamite. I know it's why are the ads? Why are the ads? <laughs> And Joe, Joe sent me a bloody DM on Twitter go look, <laughs> it's happened. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. So I hadn't oh. seen Dynamite by that stage, but oh. I, I think it was just a picture of um, the ambulance backstage or whatever. yeah oh, Yeah, Tremendous. But it was great. I mean, I, I thought from even from the point of view of watching Dynamite, the fact that the, it, there was a, a show running storyline hmm. just made it as, as a TV show feel a lot more cohesive and a lot more enjoyable.
0: Uh, I know we were joking about it earlier, but I, I, Hangman coming back in the ambulance is stupid. Sorry. What? Stupid. Get out of here! Right, like, like the the Moxley feud was so kind of. Let's get hanger. Back on proper foot and serious guy, legitimize him, and then he's and now we're doing the elite melodrama and he's coming back in an ambulance. You know what? If you're gonna do an angle where he shows up in an ambulance, hanger, why don't you keep on driving to wherever they take Monday Night Raw, sir? Because I that that is was the one with the
3: bad takes on this fucking. You
0: still are, sir, if if you're gonna defend no, if you're gonna no, defend no. why didn't he just run over Bret Hart while he's driving that fucking ambulance? Yeah, why did not he just
3: That would have been great? <laughs> Now, any wrestler showing up in the ambulance
0: is 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 tremendous and yeah. will never not yeah, in, work in nineteen dickety two, which is what we call nineteen ninety nine, maybe.
3: Yeah, well, I mentioned they did on SmackDown the previous week where Kevin they set up Kevin Owens leaving the arena in a in his little green car, and then he just returned his music played. He came out. There was no shot of him reappearing, and that's the, you saw by by the the nature of the pop. The Double pop mm. that Hangman got here first, the ambulance arriving, and then when his music came <laughs> out, when he came out, out two, yeah.
0: two big old pop skis. That was an easy crowd, that was an easy
3: crowd. <laughs> oh, well, well, easy for you to say, but it worked, it, it undeniably worked, you know. So, and they did a big final
1: quarter main event rating as well. <laughs>
0: that was because of the match, <laughs> was Don't that only because that
1: Hill, came came the hangar was coming back. They were like, <laughs> <Yeah>. Where's <laughs> Hangman? 10 yeah.
0: seconds of the broadcast for Hangman.
3: Because <laughs> 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 the thing you have to remember Is 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 Barry on. No one knows who Vikingo was And people were just confused by Vikingo. that That's it, that's it.
0: Vikingo it was, it was, it was, they were switching like, oh. over in in, in in confusion before Hanger <laughs> came back. Anyway, the reason the reason Hanger was in an ambulance was because someone someone killed the young Bucks. Yeah. It was it
1: um, CM Punk? That's what I'm wondering.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well I mean be a phenomenal reveal. If if <laughs> next week John Mox is like, oh yeah, I I fucked up Stu Grayson last week, but I didn't I didn't beat up the young bucks. So but I'm this bad. is the thing.
3: Joe Joe and I also mentioned last week they never do a who angle another yes. no, never one a
0: good answer when was the last good answer on those uh well, it's not about the answer it's about the yes. journey it it is about the destination. About the, oh my god am i talking to vince russo right now bro it's not about who actually did it who gives a <laughs> shit wrestling fans are dumb okay <laughs> it's just about, you gotta just kill a person and have a bunch of people that's. jeez i don't know who did it that's what it's about bro rikishi rikishi <laughs> is the one, that right, wasn't good the okay that was Great. I was eight and I loved it at that the time, but let's be fucking real. That was let's perfect. be fucking real. That was great. Oh, and and where is he now? Where is he From now? The,
1: where is he now? His kids are about to main event WrestleMania.
0: <laughs> he never even got a world title <laughs> can, out of it. You he, can he, trace
1: he, the success of the bloodline all the way back to Rikishi running over Austin. Yeah.
3: It <laughs> laid the groundwork. You know, for some remember when he, when he said, he said on, on I I did it for The
0: Rock and, and my sons. Who <laughs> one of these days I have a funny feeling uh they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna run a follow of some Quebecois and, and, and main event WrestleMania with it.
3: They should go back and edit down the network so it says I did it for the bloodline <laughs> I did it for
0: Using AI. Anyway, anyway. Um <laughs> Yeah, so we got more of a, uh, we got more of uh, uh, I suppose this, since we're on the elite stuff, let's talk about Vikingo and and uh, uh, Kenny because I mean, it, I mean it was great. I mean, there isn't really too much to say, is there? Uh, it was well, really I
3: have a, I have a few nitpicks about it. I have since we, but we just go first. we just can't be on the same page about anything. It seems. Um, I thought it was very flashy and very entertaining in that regard, but as as a match, there wasn't much of a flow to it. Hmm. It, it yeah. felt a little bit. It felt a little bit um, spot to spot rather than there being a, a, a nice feeling of a, a flowing match. Now the spots were were out of this world, incredible. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. And Vikingo is definitely someone that is, is a huge a huge spectacle, you know. But um, it it felt a little stop start to me. And didn't feel like it built necessarily either.
0: Yeah, I mean, but I, I think that I think that's I think that's kind of. You know, I think the agenda was just to get him in there and have him do his stuff. I think that was it. the other yeah, thing as well is, this is, this is one of those things you notice a lot when you watch on fight is kind of like they weren't going to do any of his mad shit during the break. So <laughs> us, us Europeans watched Kenny sort of kicking Vikingo in the corner for about five minutes of this match. And then it was like, right, then it was it was like, all right, boys, we're back. Time to time to get back into to high gear. Yeah, but um, yeah. The only, the only other criticism I had was that I mean, like, I can really look past it for the sake of this match, which was spectacular. But like the first big kind of, you know, imploding inward flip, fucking dragon runner thing that that Vikingo did, Kenny was just staring at him. He was standing underneath him, and right. he was just looking at him. I'm like, I can, I can take a bit of that, especially when that when it's this good. But I'm like, ah, come on. Kenny, put your hand on your head or something. Act like you're 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 concussed. You're lost. You're just looking at the fella. Uh, but anyway, yeah, 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 I right. thought it was great. We're, we're being curmudgeonly, but I thought it was great.
3: Where do you fall on the Joe?
1: It was very good. Yeah, enjoyed it. It wasn't like a, I won't give it like a five star because I, I do. Well, even, it, it, I think, it, well it's- so you don't. Want to- <laughs> I, I do agree. No, with I, I, boy, agree. Th- I agree.
3: It, I agree. I do
1: agree, agree with Paul that he didn't have that quite that f- story to it. Like he was yeah. more of a, more of a spectacle, which is a TV match, so I kind of expect yeah. that. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it, and
0: uh, I I wouldn't gone on a fiver either, which it did get. But it's, little, I will say as well,
3: Vikingo, Vikingo might do the best um, of you know those like apron enziguries that oh, everybody yeah, does now. Yeah. It's, it sounded like a shotgun every time he did. He's he's a hell of a, a leg slapper.
0: Yeah, I'll give him that. <laughs> No, all Great stuff sound looked, out of it looked, looked very vicious and looked very legit, you know. <laughs>
3: for all the talk about wrestling should be nominated for an Emmy. Sound design on this dynamite, please.
0: <laughs> well. <laughs> well, no, I'm not sure about audio them. mixing, maybe not. Yeah, they <laughs> fucked up about three different sound cues. <laughs> so I don't know about that, including including the video package for this main event and the video package for uh, they right, NGF, the that's the stuff. stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, oh, that no was idea. terrible. Oh lord, lord, lord. Uh, what else happened on this year edition of? Dynamite?
3: Well, we didn't talk about the post, the post credit scene, so to speak, Vikingo Kingo and uh, Omega, and then Don Callis taking the taking the fake bump to try oh, and get tricky. Omega away from the elite. It seems like is, is what they're building towards. And
0: let me tell you something you want you want a nitpick of the week. Kenny, next week on Dynamite, Kenny Omega better have watched the tape and said, Don, what are you doing? If he comes out next week and he's mm-hmm. saying, Hangman, you say you're my buddy, but you beat up. That will be moronic. That will be moronic. Well, maybe
3: he's too busy watching My Hero Academia or something.
0: Oh, he's <laughs> <it's, laughs> too busy watching his animus, you know.
3: <laughs> no, you're you're right, though. Like, an AW has been a show which historically hasn't fallen into that trap. Um, but that, Yeah, I agree. That would be silly. But, I mean, they dropped a lot of breadcrumbs in regards to that story you had you know callus keeping omega from going with the young bucks on on the ambulance a lot of callus trying to separate the elite seems to be the story and maybe that he was responsible for the the beat down in some way of of the young bizzles um yeah so anyway what else was on the show well we opened up with that we opened up with uh the young, boy, young boys, the young boys getting loaded into... Well, not young boys. Have you seen Nick Jackson's hairline? The young bucks uh, loaded into a uh, an amb- pair of ambulances. It wasn't clear. It was weirdly edited because there was one ambulance and then there was another ambulance after the first one drove away in the same spot. It was a bit strange the way they showed that.
0: Yeah, and they, they kind of started the show sort of in media res, you know, uh, where you didn't actually see it happen, the actual event in question.
3: Yeah, that's fine.
0: Um what else is on uh, this show? We got a six man with Darby uh, OC and Sting beating Kip Sabian and the Butcher and the Blade.
3: Oh, Darby with the the f- or uh, sorry, Orange Cassidy with the face paint.
0: That was great. Oh, big great.
3: big pop for me. OC nah. and Sting doing the Orange Cassidy.
0: Sting stuff. loves Orange Cassidy. That's really oh. obvious. <laughs> yeah. He loves that bit. Uh, but um yeah, uh that was um that was a good match. Not much to it, but it was it was good stuff.
3: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, I at no point did I think, well, maybe Butcher, the Blade, and Kip are going to get the win in this one. No, no. But it was a, it was a fun little little deal for what it was. Uh, the guns and top flight, followed by uh, FTR dropping the bombshell that if they can't beat them, that they'll leave
0: AW forever. That was very funny. I think they're staying, but I think I think they know to play off the the rumor that they're leaving. You know, yeah.
3: Um, it's a little, yeah. It's a little bit. I don't know. I don't know how, how to describe it really. It, it it it's on the edge of of being a little too inside baseball and and annoying for me. But
0: I mean, that's FTR in a nutshell, isn't it?
3: Yeah, I like when they're just fighting man no 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 all fists no no flips except st- and flips involving dax's twitter account
0: that's his um we got hook beating stokely hathaway in an odq matchup. oh
3: what a hoot that was
0: i thought this was great stokely is so funny he is so funny the the doctor's note and announcing his retirement before the match even started <laughs> was, was, was great stuff.
3: he's been redeemed in my eyes i like the firm now the firm have were a good idea all along if this was the payoff to it he had he had he is sick written on a wingstop receipt that was his doctor's note dr samson was there as well and didn't seem to know anything about it and he called him dr simpson
0: (laughs) (laughs) which was nice (laughs) (laughs) um yeah no good stuff good stuff and he he
3: took some hellacious uh Bumps as well in on this one.
0: Yeah, you know the old barricade, mm-hmm. barricade bump, <laughs> barricade bump and
3: the suplex on the outside for a comedy
0: heel manager beatdown. Um, we got Moxley versus Grayson. They re-signed Stu Grayson. Um, yeah,
3: after his showing the previous week,
0: which is interesting because it seemed like he kind of left because he was like, "All right, I'm not happy with my lot here. I'm kind of slotted at a certain level," and I wondered if he kind of. <laughs> Go out and see what the lay of the land was, and says, "All right, I'm back." <laughs> yeah. You know? Um
3: I would like I for him to do something with the the original Dark Order again. Now, give them a little tag run since since he left, the Dark Order is pretty much more or less finished, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Get him, you know, trim away the rest of them, and get him and Uno just as a as a team. I think it would be good.
3: Him and Uno as a team, and and Silver and Reynolds as a as a team, not necessarily Dark Order aligned, just a a tag team. Funny, funny tag team with the, 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 the meat man.
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, Tony Storm beat Sky Blue. Um, she sure did. I mean, that was just a match. Rio ran down. <laughs> we with big pipe. a pipe as big as her. Yeah, it was great. She, that's her second week in a row coming down with the big pipe. I love it. <laughs> she
3: was like a soul caliber
0: character. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Excellent. Excellent. I hope she keeps it forever. <laughs> um, yeah, we
3: also had the Adam Cole Daniel Garcia um
0: Ooh, segments, good, yeah.
3: which again had a little a little breadcrumb where Garcia accidentally slipped that he's a professional wrestler. That, <clears throat> that was good sports entertainer. I, lo- I love I love Garcia's little dance he started doing as well.
0: <laughs> he's so stupid. He's, he's, he's
3: but but it works because the 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 storyline is that is that he's this he's this. Uh, brian dennison type but he's he's got a, a an outer shell of of a, being a sports entertainer so he wears a, a wacky leather outfit he does a little dance but there's there's something in there knocking at, knocking at the door waiting to to, right. to come out he's the yeah. next he's one of the next pillars i know we got the four pillars
1: but the next set of yeah. four pillars garcia hook i don't know maybe Utah. ricky no nah, i'd say ricky's Rick. kind of this generation i think he's like the fifth pillar
0: I mean uh, well, I it's really, better than like two of the pillars they already have, in no? my opinion. You know? <laughs> get Sammy out of there, get Jungle Boy out of there, and stick El Garcia in there. Yeah. But I suppose yeah, yeah the, the the funny thing, the thing about their pillars is that it's kinda like they've been there since the start, so fair mm. enough, but like, yeah, I'm I'm s si- I am i am i am already sick of this feud they're doing and they're they're gonna drag it out till double or nothing. The video package was like uh, oh, we're gonna see you can be the number one contender. I mean, are we assuming it's actually gonna be a four way? Yeah. Mm, I think so. Mm, got yeah, no interest in that whatsoever.
1: Uh, I'd I don't. I'm interested. I'm interested in that. I'd interested. More interested. it in a, a match. MJF yeah. derby than a singles. Uh, get rid of the other two. <laughs> I
3: don't know. I feel like at least Jungle Boy will have something to do. I feel like he's slightly elevated by it. Derby, we've been crying out for the longest time. It feels like for him to have something proper to do. Yeah. Sammy Guevara, I can give or take, but he's he'll probably be the the bump guy for this match, as he was saying he is for Jericho. Um, and we had the uh, the second edition of QTV as well.
0: I mean, it was Ooh. bad again. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I don't know. It's kind of so oh, bad. It's good. That it's, it's that no, no, no. I'm that not that saying that it's good.
3: No no, 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 no. I'm I'm not saying it's good. But it's
0: it's like. So bad, it's good, almost. No, 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 no. I I think so. I think so. Not happening. Not happening. So bad, it's good. No, absolutely not. Absolutely, no, don't no, even no. say that on air. Because let me tell you, they, they uh, uh, fucking Hobbs and Penta had a match on Rampage. You could have heard a fucking pin drop during. I, drink I haven't. Too. I didn't watch Rampage because because Hobbs had the fucking because Hobbs had the fucking like I don't know how to even describe this this cavalry of goons at ringside. He had the girl recording it on the phone. Who is she? QT- I don't know who she is. I don't know where they got her. They'd QT out there carrying the belt solo out there bantering with the fans. I was like, this is ridiculous for a guy like Hobbs who does not need the fucking dog and pony show out there. Um, anyway, um, so uh, and then there was the main event, which we already talked about. So yeah, that was dynamite. Um, uh, Very enjoyable. It was. It was. It was a good, good enough show. Yeah, good enough.
3: I didn't watch Rampage. I have no comment on Rampage.
0: I haven't seen it yet. So it was well. I necessary. mean, I, I started watching it before we came to do this broadcast. I didn't get the old Taya versus Layla match just yet. I mean, I'm raging. <laughs> I I'm sure it was a barnstormer, <laughs> but um, I'll report back next week. I don't, I I I put it on the. I have not been watching Ring of Honor TV, but I I um, uh, I put ROH on the uh, on the Runchy because I was going to ask, are you boys going to watch that pay-per-view next week?
1: Uh, it looks decent, but I, I don't think I'm going to pay for it, <coughs> if you know what I mean. Um, right. I did buy all the others, mainly on the so strength of of FTR versus the Briscoes. That's what really drew me in, that dream match. Mm. There's nothing on this that I'm like, oh, I have to see that. It, it looks good. It lo- it does look decent. Uh, yeah. I probably will watch it
0: i was actually trying to pull up a card here so i think i think this um i think this card looks really good um and so yeah like i said i've heard the tv is good but i thought i do have two extra hours to watch ring of one Mo- to watch like something that's like kind of bigger than dark but not really either. do you know what i mean i i, I don't is, quite is have that, that in is, it.
3: it's two hours long is ring of Mo- it, it
0: the tv show is two hours long yeah oh, me, i thought it was one hour and i will i couldn't even watch it at one hour never mind two um, but yeah, I think, I think this card is excellent. And uh, you know what, I think I'll be, as the, as the, as people call them, I think I'll be a casual fan. And I think based on the, the strength of, as Joe was saying there, the, first, the, the Tony Khan ROH pay-per-views have been fucking great. Yeah. So I think I'll I'll, I'll check in. I'll probably, I'm, I'm actually curious enough that I think I will watch it live. It's also, it's like, you know, it's 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 Friday night, Saturday morning, our time. So it'll be 1 a.m. Saturday morning. So I'm like, ah, you know, I'll, I'll see them. Yeah. I mean, here's, here's here's the card. There's a spoiler for next week's TV in here, but I'm sure you'll all live. Uh, so the Reach for the Sky ladder match, That this is the crown the new uh, uh, tag champions. Get a load of this. Penta and Phoenix versus Top Flight versus the Kingdom versus Aussie Open. Versus Rush and Drillistico. That's a pretty good fucking lineup for yeah. a ladder match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Embassy, which is Brian Cage and the two big boys, versus AR Fox, Blake Christian, and Metalik which I guess is the former Grand Metalik It's a pretty good mm-hmm. team right there. Yeah. Uh, Samoa Joe versus Mark Briscoe for the TV title. Uh, Athena versus Yuka Sakazaki for the women's title. Uh, Wheeler Yuda versus Katsuri Shibata for the Pure Wrestling Championship. So I guess that'll be a pure rules match, which will be pretty fucking good. Uh, El hijo del Vikingo versus Commander for the uh, AAA Mega Championship, I mean that's that might be a pay-per-view seller right there on its own and then the world title uh, Claudio versus Eddie Kingstone uh, that is a pretty dang good card on paper I have to say so um, I'll check it out live we'll probably have some, some uh, uh, takes on it next week um, for the show you know, oh, weeks by, the, w- m- oh m- by the way, m- next week is WrestleMania, m- also. M- um, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, don't think I'll watch that. And, uh, oh, let's, let me just take my glasses here. Oh, there's 700 horrible looking indie shows as well. Okay. Um, <laughs> is, uh, are, they doing,
3: are they doing the syringe in the dick? Uh, they syringe in the dick
0: record? will be happening, yeah. Um, I'll be, I'll be, I'm actually flying over to see that one. Um, God, <laughs> I, I believe know, it. <laughs> I, I, I want to get all my problematic faves ticked off the list, you know, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, on there. But no we will uh, no,
3: let me just uh, before we move on the, the worst thing about that clip wasn't even that there was a syringe involved why is that fella's dick out
0: because it's XPW and it's like well <laughs> you know what do you think the X stands for Gibraltar <laughs> doesn't Excellent. stand for extraordinarily talented does it <laughs>
3: Sad-looking dick with a syringe in it.
0: <laughs> I still haven't seen it. I just heard people talk about it when I logged on. I was like, you know what? I'm oh, I'm not going to seek it out. I'm not going to seek it out. I'm all well, right.
3: I will, I will say it's probably not as graphic as you might think, other
0: than there's a lad's dick in
3: it. But when I was in
0: Leeds, I saw a syringe in the tongue. That was fine. I was fine with that. Exactly. Maybe
3: if you have an aversion to needles, probably obviously stay
0: away. <laughs> you might go say, Don't look at this.
3: Don't look. <laughs> also, don't stick one in your penis, if that's the case. Yeah, But... Anyway, Very odd. I mean, we we joke about on this about uh, people uh, Gigging the cock or whatever, but like <laughs> we're, we're there now. It's happening. <laughs> Cheese grater spots, you know. Yeah, it's, it's it's the future, baby.
0: Leave it to the leave it to the new Evil Dead movie. Don't be doing it. Real XPW, fuck your mouth are they on Rumble are they they're there <laughs> no, how are they not actually now that you say that that's has gone the Dana needs to recruit them. needs to recruit them over yeah, to, that'll to be the next thing
3: slap fighting and
0: knob syringing <laughs> the Nevada hey guys, guys, state commission welcome to my knob syringe power league uh, um, you stand there you let the guy throw the syringe uh, you know
3: anyway Yeah. no look uh, we, we've seen in
0: Russia how, how
3: bad we do it safe we do it safe we do it syringe.
0: safe here and we're not messing around here. The prize money, a whopping 50 US dollar Amazon gift card up for grabs to one of these guys. <laughs> anyway, oh, let, let's Lord. let's get into the seedy business of wrestling and talk about films. Oh, um,
3: hell yeah. I mean, just one thing we are on the same page about, Barry. I, I, I saw on Thursday evening, John Wick 4. Now, yes. you might recall John Wick 1, quaint in comparison right but john wick one very good john wick one is that's the one where you say that fucking nobody is john wick right that's not that one we love we all love that we all john John wick two actually a miles better movie john wick two fucking sleek stylish but boo, -boo. tremendous right john wick three a little too much nonsense in that where wait a minute who's this guy again that is the consulate of the table and he's working with the 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 consolidator. You're like, Wait, w- w- what's, what's happening in this
0: movie? When, when you get to the scene in, in John Wick three, where Jar Jar Binks is like, "Hello, feligates," you know, <laughs> and and then and then Ian McShane's like, "So this is how a democracy dies with thunderous applause."
3: John Wick three for me, a little bit too much nonsense in it, yeah. and I thought the 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 action lent a little too heavily into the violence rather than stylized, right? You know. Went to see John Wick four was not ex- really might be the only John Wick fan who was like I was like eh, not really excited for four I can kind of live or take after I came out of three kind of middling on it and and my review was just yeah I'm thinking he's back because let me tell you John Wick four it's like they it's like they looked at John Wick three and said let's just do John Wick two again what it was fucking doing <laughs> <Right, yeah. laughs> Because this movie, let me tell you, folks. Oh, baby, we're to- we're talking, we're talking a twelve month span of getting this and Top Gun Maverick. Fucking action is back, baby. Loved it. Absolutely loved. it.
0: I, I was kind of there with you in terms of the hype going into it, because I, I love John Wick. I think it's a great franchise. You know, I didn't... Three was a bit of a letdown, but I still like Three, so I was looking forward to it. But I wasn't kind of chomping at the bit, can't wait, counting down the minutes, because I was just like, eh, you know, Three, I was reaching the point of like, okay, I get it. You know, you've you've given me a lot. It's great. I think your universe is interesting. I don't think I'm as interested in it as you are, you know? Yeah, so. For sure. And then, yeah, this one came out and I actually, I made the, I, I, the Top Gun comparison was the exact same thing for me. Halfway through it, I was watching this going, this is like a hope restoring blockbuster because it's, it's action is incredible it looks fantastic it's incredibly stylish it's got all these great sets and it's got you know it's got quite a bit of cgi but it all looks really good and you can tell that they still you know even though they use a lot of it they still also you know go to some fucking places and build some actual fucking sets and blow them up and throw people through them and have people falling down escalators and doing you know real 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 stunts do you know what i mean like just tons and tons of stunts that it looks good, and then I, I think the, the cherry on top, and this is where three faltered, is that they really got the story back on track, and they had in my opinion, franchise peaking character moments in this story, which is really I mean, I don't want to act like that's what you're really here for, folks, okay? It's about time we get this John Wick character and really dive in and see what's going on in there. Um, it the, the, the fourth film Copped itself in terms of spectacle, but it was also really great that that story stuff also clicked. Um, and it was—I mean, we are we are the perennial film length complainers on this film. But this was this was the breeziest three hour film I have possibly ever seen in my life. I would say
3: hundred percent, hundred percent, totally, um,
0: good. totally. Good. And I was uh, about about a third of the way in after the kind of conclusion of the first proper big set piece. I was like. Yeah, this, this is good you know I, you know I, i'm enjoying this quite a bit but i'm not you know i'm still feeling like we're kind of in john wick 3 territory here but they pretty quickly kind of shook that and and really gave you something special um uh although i will say like the opening 30 seconds had me incredibly hyped and again similar to the top gun thing the opening 30 seconds had me having that top gun moment of like oh this is a thing you have to see in the cinema. This is the thing you have to see in the cinema and experience it with those big speakers and the big screen and everything. There's right. like a, a kind of quasi-training montage as it kicks off and like my yeah. fucking chair was shaking. Not because I saw it in 4DX, just the speakers <laughs> was wobbling my seat with the bass. Ah, it was wonderful. It was honestly wonderful. I'm I i, I yeah. I'm definitely going to go see it again before it leaves the cinema,
3: 100%. Yeah, I loved it. I mean, I don't think it's, it, it's perfect. It definitely has its issues, but it's such a... God, it's such a, a hoot! It's such a thrill ride! It's it's the action is is so monumentally satisfying, um, in a way that it was in John Wick two. Like again, I'll say what reminds me the most of was the second John Wick movie. Lots of neon lighting, lots of uh, great, great, great action. Um, Keanu Reeves is such a weird cat. I mean, they they must be he must be doing it as a character bit almost because what like,
0: the kind of stilted kind of delivery the stuff? way he
3: talks, yeah. It's like,
0: like the odds, yeah.
3: <laughs> like you, you might say on the surface, like this is not a good performance. But yeah. like he, he he can't like he must be, you know, told to deliver your lines super laconically. Like yeah.
0: And it's kind of it's kind of <laughs> like adds a syllable or something. It's like it's, it's very like, strange. Yeah, first be I mean the 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 film kind of has a, a little bit of a, I'm thinking I'm back moment very early on. Where where um the ki- the king of the, the the homeless or whatever he's called yeah yeah um, yeah, yeah. asks him is he ready and he goes there, and he goes yeah oh. He's, oh he sticks in a little syllable extra but I, and also every and line, it line he goes, delivers it's great, it's yeah. a great cinema experience because everyone was hooting and hollering and dare and can I say choking up at certain parts it was one of those great visceral cinema. Movies. but everyone's just loving it every time Keanu Reeves says yeah I am gonna do that everyone's like yeah I'm sure
3: he's, but, but, every line is like, it has a question mark at the end of it. it?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh Um, God. But like,
3: but I, I thought the performances in it were, were pretty great. I thought Donnie Yen was great. Oh, Um, Scott Adkins as well. was probably the standout for me in the, in the movie. Um, and yeah, God, just so many little highlights and so many great, great scenes. I don't even want to mention them for fear of spoiling them. But oh no, God no! Especially towards the latter half. Let's just say that much. Um, really, really iconic. I think even more, more so maybe than John Wick Two. Really iconic scenes that are gonna stick in my mind for for quite a long time from an, an action point of view. Um, I will say there's one scene early on that I felt like didn't really work. Uh, which was immediately after the opening thirty seconds. You have your first kind of scene in the desert. Um, oh yeah, yeah, and that really was that st- stank of John Wick three to me, and I felt yeah. like okay, we could have just, you know, if 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 the first time you see John Wick in the movie, I know we the first thirty seconds seconds are great, but if we if we could shuffle things around, if the first time we see him in the movie is the the where we ultimately see him shortly thereafter when he's when he's meeting with um your man I, I i really don't want to give anything away but no 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 yeah if that was the first time you revealed that's he's been on the run that's the first time we see him i felt like that could have been a bigger moment than he's on a horse chasing some strangers which that, that seemed to me didn't really work and just served to really no purpose he, he killed another head man of the table elder yeah. or whatever like ugh, right, whatever he's we know john wick's on the run from the end of the third one let's just pick up from there um and as you say some 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 of the cgi wasn't great There's was, there was one shot no, towards yeah. the very end where there was four characters stood in a row i think they were all having a a little drinky poo together before a big event and i swear that looked like it was in 480p <laughs> 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 some, some of the shots didn't look great but um overall i mean nearly everything they set out to achieve they 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 were successful it's a hell of an action movie it's. It might be. I need to rewatch the second one. I think it might be the best, the best of the John Wick movies.
0: I think that's fair. Um,
3: yeah. And it's funny as well. <laughs> it's funny. It's a funny movie. Um, there's some. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know Barry. There's, there's definitely one, one action scene that I'm sure you were, you were hoot- hooting and hollering over yourself, where mm. there was, there was a, a shootout. Shot from a, a unique perspective that probably harkened back to one of your favorite IPs, mm. uh, which which I was absolutely blown away by. One of the the best bits in a movie, one of the best action scenes you'll see. Um, and similarly, uh, my my favorite was when he was in the uh, the dance club. Oh, God. yeah, everyone dancing around him, just show, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, I mean, God, it, it's 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 my film of the year so far.
0: Yeah, same. Yeah, sh- sh- straight same. to
3: number one. Head of Tar, Head of the Fablemans, Head of Blackberry. Fuck, I loved it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's got like as many notable set pieces that you could list uh, as probably the entire rest of the franchise. Do you know what I mean? It's got a, a great club scene. It's got three or four others that I wouldn't even want to spoil. It's, it's it's outrageous. It's got
3: one of the best guns in cinema. You know, I love a, a, oh, a cinema yeah. gun. Yeah, You got Terminators, shotgun. You got... Uh, you know han solo's blaster there, there's one in this there there, there's a gun that's gonna be oh that fucking gun from that movie oh baby.
0: yeah they gave they gave john wick the stupidest video game gun ever in this fucking film and,
3: and i was i was afraid it wasn't gonna because they set it up they showed like the bad guys using it. i was afraid because then it, it doesn't appear for another like 30 minutes you have the the, the kind of car chasing i'm like I was that just a setup that there's these enemies that got big guns and then when when it finally arrives I'm like oh here we go oh yeah Brilliant.
0: Yeah, so that's uh, John Wick. Any any other films this week for you, Paul? No. Joe, any films?
1: Not this week.
0: Alrighty, righty, I'll run through these here. So anyway, I mentioned Shazam 2. Uh, Shazam 1, I quite enjoyed, like most people. I thought it was kind of a, a, kind of a very refreshing, very humorous uh, 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 take on the superhero genre. Much needed for the genre on the whole, but especially needed for DC. Very charming about, you know, a youngster who gets powers and, and, and all this other stuff. And the second one starts and it's kind of looks like it's maybe going to give you more of that. And then it just turns into another superhero movie that you couldn't pick out of a crowd if you blurred the logos off the <laughs> superhero outfit. <laughs> I mean, and it's like like so many of these other movies, you kind of get tantalized by oh, Helen Mirren and Lucy Lewis bad guys. Hello, okay, let's do this. No, nothing interesting there. Not interesting performances, not interesting writing. Couldn't even can't even tell you what those characters' names are. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it goes way too long, it's it it's quite dull the action's pretty dull um, uh, and uh, in particular, even by the standards of, of the genre and of the first half of the film, the final act is just nonsense, it's total nonsense and it really falls apart uh, a bummer, and it is, <laughs> looks like it's turning into a catastrophic bomb at the box office as well, based on fairly terrible word of mouth, I mean it had something like an 80% drop off mm-hmm. this, this weekend from last, so yeah uh, there you go, The Rock. The, he, you know, he was right to big league. This, this. this well, I was gonna say film. the
3: only interesting thing to come out of this movie has been the whole, the hammering that The Rock has been taking.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, but it, like, like I said, in a, in a roundabout way, it was kind of like you know this. I wouldn't have attached myself to this film either, to be perfectly honest. You know, um, there's a really it's funny. There's a really lame uh, post credit scene that I think was obviously supposed to have The Rock in it. Um, because um, it looks very hodgepodge together at the last second. Basically, uh, uh, two of the office workers from James Gunn's Suicide Squad uh, try to recruit Shazam uh, on, at the behest of Waller, which I guess is uh, what's her face, uh, um, Vi- Viola Davis, Viola Davis's character, but not for the Suicide Squad, for another another thing uh, that canonically Shazam is in, and it's just completely boring. It's basically, it's like, it's like, it's setting up a team up. But instead of having like a cool character like Nick Fury there or The Rock, uh, they have like two of the comedy jabrones from a film from two years ago go there and they have a painfully unfunny exchange where they try to recruit him. It's, it's bad. I uh, should like also the, say,
1: but. The end of Morbius. Quote, that's what Morbius is what I'm getting. With
0: yes. It's, it, it's a very kind of like, this feels like this was like your fourth idea and all the other ones fell apart uh, uh, type situations. I uh, should also mention John McFour has a post credit scene as well. Which
3: I missed that. I left the cinema before. Well, well I will I will say so it was very awkward. We I, went to I, a, I know what it
0: is, but I missed we it. we went to a, a half eight screening and so it was about a little after eleven when, when the credits were rolling and there was about five staff members waiting uh, to clean the fucking place with me <laughs> and Brona and a handful of other nerds, a bunch of people gave up halfway through. And one think I would say it wasn't bad, but I would just say if you have not seen this movie yet, just leave, just leave and Google it. Just Google what it is because it's it is five seconds. It is it is the most I and it's it's effective. It it, it establishes something right. Right. But uh, but it's not worth seeing. So just Google it after you get out of the film to see to see what it is. Uh, it's not worth staying, especially if you're like me. It's a three hour film, and if you're forgetting and if yours is wrapping up at half eleven, just leave. Let them fucking close up in the fucking cinema. Um, anyway, uh, other than that, I watched The Clove Hitch Killer, which I've been meaning to watch for ages. Right, uh, which I really enjoyed. That is a, a sort of a horror mystery thing. About um, uh, a kid growing up in every town USA, small town, uh, uh, like sort of suburby place that was a couple of, a decade or so ago was rocked by a serial killer that just kind of sort of stopped once upon a time. And through a series of events, he starts to suspect his father was the killer. And the film goes from there. it's very good. It's it's it it's it has that kind of creepy kind of it's not a cult, but just very weird, close-knit nature of the small American town about it. Uh with a kind of like undercurrent of like not religious fanaticism, but you know, it's all a very religious town and it's kind of driven by going to church and the kids going to scouts and blah de blah, blah, blah. It's got that that nature about it. And the mystery, I will say, is very well constructed and never overplays its hand. always has a seed of doubt in your mind which i greatly appreciate i i enjoyed it a lot uh again another one of those ones i don't want to say too much about i would say watch it uh for sure yeah. big recommendation i'll agree uh, it's, it's great maybe uh maybe go get some uh physical media of it or something because i streamed it on netflix and despite being listed in 4k it looked like shit because their 4k <laughs> bit rate is bad and uh lots of just shadowy scenes that just looked all artifacty and gross and bad uh because that's netflix but there you go uh what else did i watch here also uh wait no was this on netflix i actually can't remember where i watched this I watched a film called an irish film another irish film following her mm-hmm. <laughs> i'd say our great success at the oscars didn't actually win anything but anyway um uh i watched a film called you are not my mother which is a horror movie a little bit more of a conventional horror movie. I mean, The Clovich Killer is a little bit of an oddball kind of thrillery kind of mystery thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. You Are Not My Mother is a changeling movie, to to just give the the short version of what it it is. It's basically uh, um, uh, a a teenage girl growing up in sort of uh, unspecific rough parts of Dublin. Uh, Her her mom is is going through it mental health-wise, and she goes missing, and then eventually she shows up all is not as it appears. Um, and you go from there. Uh, very good. About a 90-minute watch. I think this was also on Netflix or Prime. We definitely streamed it. I think it was on Netflix. Uh, good tension, good cast. Um, it's only about 90 minutes, and I, I didn't love it. I think the reason I didn't love it is I think it's toying around with some ideas that it doesn't quite stick the landing on. I appreciate the short runtime, but then I also feel like certain ideas were shortchanged, so it didn't... Not a home run, but a very good Irish uh, horror if anyone's looking for one of them. And um, yeah, those were my those were my films for the week. Uh, what about telly, boys? You boys been watching TV this week?
1: Quite a bit. Oh of, uh, hell, yeah! A bit of TV this week. Um, rewatching Succession, basically. That's why I haven't seen any okay. movies because um, we've just been rewatching the last two seasons of Succession, uh, which is fantastic. Um, hadn't rewatched season three since it went out. Um, so was, I was very much looking forward to that because it's a, it's a blockbuster season they they top themselves every year every, every year it comes back it gets more kind of bombastic and, and crazy and, and sweary and lewd and just mental um, so season 3 I forgot how kind of depressing it is particularly for, for Kendall um, he uh, really goes through the grind it starts off really kind of fun and he's a bit of a joke and he's kind of um, you know, wants his Twitter account to be like totally dope and all this kind of stuff. And then <laughs> by the end of the season it's just a real kind of journey for him. He's stripped to the bone. Um so I um yeah. Got one more one more episode to go this evening, of course, and then the fourth and final series starts tonight on HBO, so we'll be watching that in the morning. Um, can't wait. Can, can't wait. You're you're on you finished season three now, Paul. You're up to date. Yeah, right? of course. You're yeah. Up to date. Good, good, good. Yeah. And the reviews, oh, the are, shows the reviews of are great the reviews have been really good kind of universal praise for the first uh first few episodes so come on let's go baby can't wait let's do it can't wait i did actually say while we were rewatching it better than shakespeare um <laughs> I, because i'm gonna tell you why because it's funny you know shakespeare sort of comedy is like a bloke with his arse out and horns on running across the state i mean that is quite funny a bloke with his ass out but you know what i mean but it's it's this is funnier this is like proper comedy yeah, yeah, yeah. but with the intrigue and the character and the oh it's great. it's the best it's it's the best it's fantastic yes. uh, And also watching a returning show finally is back um kind of post pandemic uh race race around the world uh on bbc which is a show where couples have to not literally race around the world, but they they go from kind of one destination to another. So in this series, they are traveling across the whole of Canada, and they have to travel to certain checkpoints. Uh, but the rub is they can't use planes; they can only use uh, buses, boats, trains, bikes, their feet, whatever. And they get given a certain budget to do it. So that is always a fun time. So we're <clears throat> very glad that is back as well. So uh, race around the world, but fun fun reality show. Very nice. And, uh, yeah. It's been the old TV. Oh and The Mandalorian as well, I take it. How is
0: that? How you've is that? that You've watched that book? Yeah, yeah, I watched that. It was alright.
1: I think this this week's one all right. It's a short one, a little half hour.
3: Did you episode. did you watch the previous week's one? I
1: did see I did see the the uh yeah, the previous one, which I think as you mentioned was a bit of a diversion. It was kind of a Last of Us
3: style. Yeah, nothing to do like with the main
1: characters um
3: well I, I think it will have something to do with the main characters maybe more than we realize right now
1: well maybe but uh it, it was okay but i thought it it was a bit too long i mean it was it was quite a long episode for
3: yeah it was 55 for episodes. one
1: that focused on not the main characters when they usually they don't get as long if you see what i mean um yeah. so going quite in depth on on characters we're not really familiar with but it was it was fine getting to see a lot of the older the, the city planet
3: um course 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 cor- 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 yeah course kakant course kakant i thought this week's one was was uh was okay uh if if the story was a little uh, low effort mm. Do you know what I mean? like in terms of there being story of the weeks uh a, a dragon thing just flies out of nowhere steals steals a child they have to get it back and we're wrapped up in 25 minutes as i like, oh.
1: There's not, there's not a lot happening here. They blew all the budget on the dragon. Like it, it, it was a filler
3: episode. Every yeah definition. Now there was some some little stuff with uh, with Grogu. Some little uh, character development there, which was which was nice. Mm. But I mean, it was it was good in that it was so short. It felt like it was over and done in fifteen minutes. Um, but I thought the longer episode the previous week, I got more out of that than I did out of this one. Even though there was more yeah. Mandalorian in it.
1: Yeah, definitely. I was hoping they'd give him a little helmet.
3: A little, no. little Grogu, he- Mandalorian. We'll,
1: we'll get that. I'm sure we'll get that by the end of the season.
3: We'll get his yeah. own little uh, helmet. Well, but then the whole Mandalorian thing is that they never
0: take it off. You can't hide that little, I know, that's, little face, though, mm, can you? That's the whole thing. I know. I oh, am Think he's... of all the merch they could sell with him with the mask on. You know,
3: It would have to be one with his little face people out somehow. <laughs> i want to see like a gritty spin-off
1: set in the future where it's a Old grown-up grogu. yeah an older grogu with the mask Gro- on, like. grown goo but you know he's like tall he's not like a little yoda he's a bit taller than that <laughs> he's, just with, he's just a man yeah it's just like a human-sized uh grogu with <laughs> <now> on. <laughs> how would you tell that he's uh grogu then uh he's green
0: and he eats frogs.
1: Uh, but you don't see his skin. You don't see the manner's skin. Eh? Uh ears are poking out the top,
3: as you said. There you go. Yeah,
0: okay. It's gonna be very hard to get him a, a, a properly fitting outfit, so he'll he'll have a little bit sticking out. <laughs> also, his ears are gonna to have to come out.
3: That's the thing Joe said. He had little slits for his ears to be yeah, out Yeah, poking out
0: the top, yeah. yeah. And also he goes,
1: hmm.
3: <laughs> 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 well, we don't know. We don't know that he'll have the same voices. <laughs> as uh, the way of him. The way this is that, sound, that that was a little Kermity towards the end. Oh yeah,
1: frog.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah, space frog. Or uh, excuse me, Mando. Uh, it's just, I, I, I think we really have to be, get going now. And I think another little side quest is going to start if we don't get back to the ship.
3: Yeah, it is a little egg carrier which we saw saw some backstory of as so, well, which is nice.
0: Oh they didn't give backstory on that. Oh, wait, I'll watch it. I'll watch it.
3: Um no, not really. But there was there was a flashback in which he was in the little
0: egg. So that was the that. guy who lost his arm in a new hope sold it to Mando. Oh,
3: Dr. <laughs> Ezaban.
0: <laughs> I don't like your egg either. <laughs> I don't like you carrying around that baby with your bare hands either. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um I've been watching a bit of Taskmaster. Go oh, back yeah. onto to that. Oh, what an easy show to just breeze through stick one on on all four of an evening yeah uh, watch season five eight episodes is the first of the longer ones I think they do like ten episodes a season now where in the early ones it was like five but uh, a yeah, good little cast you had uh, Bob Mortimer on there Ashling B from our own little island over here uh, and you had uh, the the you know the good and, and nice and that but my god I don't think I've ever seen a comedian try so hard to be funny as Nish Kumar um, he's, he's good, but like, my God, he's, he's constantly over the top and just ah, so much energy to be funny. Yeah. Um, but it was a good little season. Uh, like I say, Taskmaster, I find very, very easy to watch. So I'll start the, I think there was a, before season six, there's like a, um, little two episode champion of champions thing they did for the first five seasons. So I'll give that a watch first. I think that's on YouTube, but, uh, yeah, God, Taskmaster great. I love it um i wish that i could be on it and do little tasks sometimes
0: <laughs> i would love to see that I i'm would not, absolutely I'm love
3: not a celebrity unfortunately But no. just, if they did ask me i'd do it um <laughs> uh, i watched the new south park as well it was okay what was um, about this week uh it was about you know working from home and that Oh, and, and taking mental health days off work. And, okay, Ugh. you know the, the people don't want to work anymore. You know.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. No one wants to work anymore. That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, uh, no nobody, I mean, nobody wants to go to work at their uh, taking acid and yelling at animators job. But you know what I mean. That's a real graft. <laughs> <laughs> it
3: was okay. It was okay. <laughs> um, and then the last thing that I'm watching is I watched a little bit more of Poker Face, the uh, Peacock. Um, oh, Ryan Johnson, Ryan Johnson produced uh, Natasha Leone, uh, Columbo style mystery show. Um, uh, I've watched I watched a few more episodes of it, and I mean, let me tell you, John Wick was a breezy three hours. Every episode of this show is one hour. Feels like thirty minutes. Wow, absolutely flies by. It's it's great. So every episode, it's like every little structure is is that it'll open with like a fifteen minute short almost giving you the the situation and Natasha Leone won't be in the first 50 minutes at all you're just introduced to the new characters in the new place they set up the little backstory what what happens what goes down there's a little murder or whatever and then she rolls into town meets all the characters and then the last 50 minutes is her kind of figuring it out and catching the Betty and uh the real um bottleneck episodes like the the last two episodes i watched were all just within this one little no, it's not quite one room but like maybe two buildings across the road from each other that the entire episode takes place in, within that little area she's great in it they get great um, guest stars on it adrian brody's already been on it uh hong chow oscar nominated mm. uh has been on it as well and yeah i mean the the the, the little mysteries themselves are are really well done, re- really satisfyingly done, and it's it's not a who done in the classic sense because you get shown from the beginning what's happened, but the the mystery element of it is how does Natasha Leon's character piece together and, and and ultimately gazump the the the, the killer? You yeah. Know? So you're trying to pick up the clues, not so much to figure out who did it, but you're, you're trying to figure which will which will be the little clue, the little hint that will get dropped that'll actually catch them in the end, which makes for a different whodunit like, experience, but nonetheless satisfying. So yeah, I watched the first episode. I heard that the second one wasn't great. I actually enjoyed the second one quite a lot. And then it's just got even better since then. So I'll keep watching it, but uh, definitely uh, enjoying it way more than I thought I would. I'd, I'd give it a big old recommendation, but it's on Peacock, unfortunately. So it means mm. for folks on this side of the channel, it's not as easy to uh, not as easy as gets, yeah. to get to get your hands on. But it's it's great. It's really really good. That's it,
0: and uh, yeah, that's it. I, the only other thing I, uh, I watched this week was I watched uh, first episode of the new season of Yellow Jackets, which is on Paramount Plus over here. Uh, it's on Showtime in the US, I believe. <laughs> uh, very good. This is the. Um, <clears throat> Melanie Linsky, Christina Ricci. Uh, uh, I've been there, meaning to get to it. Yeah, various other sort of like character actors of the last ten years. This is uh, the one
3: that people say is like lost, right?
0: It's it's extremely lost. And I tell you what, well, I, I, as someone who hasn't watched Lost, you know, my, this is this is my my perception of Lost through the osmosis. Um, this the first episode of, of the new season starts with like the craziest previously on Modern. It's mental. Like, I've already forgotten it because it was like seven hundred things happened in the first season I mean they set up so, I mean it's, it's also a fairly sizable cast so for anyone anyone not familiar with it this is about this uh, uh girls soccer team in the 90s like high school soccer that goes missing in in uh, in the woods if their plane crashes and uh, they're missing for uh, 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 what would seem an uh, an unsustainable amount of time if they had no food and water but some of them do make it home And so you're cutting back and forth between them in 97 or eight or whatever year it's supposed to be in the forest and all the crazy things that happened then and their current day selves as they try and um, uh, piece together some of the mysteries that even they don't understand and cope with being home and so on and so forth. And so I had forgotten some of the some of the stuff that had happened, and even in recapping it, the the you know you kind of realize that season one set ten million different things up. Um, yeah, I think if you like Lost, I think I think you'll you'll probably enjoy it with my limited understanding of Lost. But it's great. It's just a it's a really tremendous uh, uh, list of of uh, of performers, and there's tons and tons and tons of intrigue. You're always kind of worried about whether or not they're going to stick the landing. Uh, but um uh you know I, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt for now I think it's a it's a very easy bingeable show as well because obviously the uh the new season's going up weekly so obviously I'll have to check in on it weekly but season one is all, right. all up on paramount so I mean if you it got its hooks into you you could just tear through that whole thing in a weekend uh and and I think you'd enjoy it, yeah, so uh thumbs up on the first episode back it sets some set some more stuff up this definitely one hundred percent feels like a show that's gonna ask more questions than it answers i i you know i'm not gonna I'm not gonna expect to get an answer on absolutely everything. I just hope that when it comes to to neck cutting time that they they at least the few that they do answer, I hope they get it right that's that's all I'll hope for,
3: but like i like I said earlier, sometimes it's about the journey, not about the destination bro
0: absolutely, absolutely um. Yeah, and that's the uh, that's the for the week. Um, we'll jump into the old uh, game guff. Um, uh, I suppose the big one of the week was I I, I did get that uh, Resident Evil Four remake um, on the old personal computer. Um, I'm about. Paul, have you played Resident Evil Four. I'm playing it currently on the Wii. The orig- You're playing the original. You're about war version thereof. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah, not the original.
0: But, uh, how how far in there are you? Uh,
3: I'm on chapter two one
0: okay yeah so i'm 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 a little bit further uh than you well, I've also beaten the original, but you know what I mean um uh in the remake the remake that's a nice looking cover as well um yeah. the Wii version um the remake is really cool. one thing I'll say about the remake, and I kind of thought this of the demo um as well is that the remake is. I'm going to try and keep this as concise as possible because it's getting confusing. The remake is more of a sequel to the recent remakes of two and three. Sure. That it is uh, because, you know, for anyone who didn't play four back in the day or doesn't know much about games like Resident Evil (sighs) four completely changed the series. It's not like the other games at all. It was so influential that it changed the way like action games controlled and looked, not just horror games. Right. and then uh, you know, a couple of years ago they made those remakes of Resident Evil 2 and 3 which are very traditional survival horror super scary games, dialed back the action elements a lot and then this remake feels closer to those but it's still it's an interesting fence riding, it's not one or the other, it has the action elements of 4 but it definitely feels scarier and grittier and a little, bit, a little bit more restrained like the recent remakes but it's very 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 good it looks great, it feels great um uh it has a lot of the cool things that you you will enjoy about four that you're probably experiencing now such as the organizing in your attache case and uh um you, you get more guns in the first like two hours of this game than then you probably get an entire um uh uh other Resident Evil game like I'm yeah so I'm five <laughs> hours into I'm five hours into the remake and I'm on my third pistol I've got a shotgun um bow and arrow caster and, a, and <laughs> yeah. a rifle with a scope now i will say also i probably have more than you because i think there are even more guns in the remake than there are in the original so you probably yeah. just have what the pistol and the shotgun
3: not even shotgun because all i do is spend time well, i run away from everything because
0: i'm scared of it hey that's that's perfectly Yay! valid that's perfectly <laughs> valid because uh, also one thing that this game and i i I I played four to death so I I I'm actually do, doing quite well in the remake because I've got like like I say I'm on like the third gun and I've put loads of upgrades into it because I'm get, it's not all in the exact same place but I know okay look for treasure and go in this direction yeah, yeah. go all always go off the beaten path because you'll always find something there um uh but um yeah it's it's it, the the one thing that's missing from it uh, well, there's a couple of things that are missing. But the one, the one meaningful thing that I'm kind of, like, oh, this is kind of an integral part of the game that's missing is it doesn't have the quick time events. Okay. Um, so you're playing, you're, you're presumably, so you're using the motion controls, presumably. Yeah, for aiming. Okay. So, but the, uh, are they and also? Yeah. Is there a waggle when it's a, okay? That was again. This was a year before the first God of War. So this is when quick time events were very new and very novel. And obviously, we're like all oh, sick of them now. Obviously. Yeah. But and you, i'll give you a, a warning for the rest of the game those fucking things will come out of nowhere you'll be watching a cutscene, and they'll throw one at you and you're going to see leon die 17 different ways because you weren't ready for it at all yeah. uh, that's not and it that's like a legendary part of that game because there was also in the original game there was 10 million death animations because he's getting decapitated and thrown out of windows and covered in acid and all this other stuff um None of that stuff is in is in for. It's a more traditional third person shooter where you're walking around, and uh, there's no there's no uh, you're you're walking along, and suddenly an Indiana Jones style boulder chases you down a hall. There's none of that. Uh, I've had two boulders already. You've had two boulders already, and i I got to sequences where the bad guys basically just trigger a bomb and it blocks your way, like. that's supposed to be a big rock chasing me down this (laughs) cliff path.
2: Um,
0: So yeah, look, it's it's hedged a little bit between new and old in a way that I do think is interesting. Um, Like I said, even though it's closer to, it's a more scary, a little bit more restrained, like I say, I still have more guns than you typically have in a Resident Evil game. I have a lot of guns. I have a lot of explosives. I've shot more ammo in this game than I think I did the entire Resident Evil 2 remake. Do you know what I mean? It's Right. It's still that. It's still that. But it's uh, yeah. I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Do you have a a, a follow up on the original game from last week or are you have you No. That?
3: I mean, all all I've said is you know my my feeling was because I'd never played the original version and how iconic and influential it is. I felt like a little bit of a uh ob- obligation. Yeah. you know to, to go back and try it. I did try it on the PS4 first. Yeah, I found it impossible to control the really? camera
0: and the aiming. Yeah, it was like trying to play GoldenEye again. Um, I actually haven't played any of the modern versions. How, what? What? Can you remember offhand what the controls were? Um. Well, the the, the it doesn't have free moving camera. It, it's like Mario sixty four camera
3: where it turns ninety degrees.
0: Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And
3: then the aiming, it doesn't. It doesn't again. You don't have a reticle that you you move on the screen. You move Leon's arm basically. Move Leon's so, arms, yeah. Probably. And it's it, very hard to be precise with. Whereas with the Wii, you just point at the screen and click, click, click
0: oh okay interesting. You're Okay.
3: so it has point shooting which which is much easier um and yeah. it has the the camera on the on the wii version is 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 like ocarina of time camera where it's always behind you so yeah. when you turn the camera moves so so the camera issue and the the shooting issue were both basically fixed for me playing this version so luckily i had a version of it lying around like a play
0: yeah that's um, interesting yeah because it's 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 funny move. i mean this is how fast fucking games move is that At the time, that control scheme and that over-the-shoulder camera, that was, to use the most obvious cliche, game-changing. And every fucking game had to have that control. And I actually, a couple of weeks ago, I booted up the PS2 version on the Steam Deck, and I could not remember how the fucking controls worked. And it's like, R1 to aim and, like, square is to shoot or something like that? And I was like, (laughs) what?! (laughs) <laughs> what is this and i was like how the fuck do i reload it was it was like a it was like a foreign language to I me mean. and then i goes probably goes without saying the remake it has the same control scheme as as the recent the recent ones which is l2 r2 normal it has normal controls It's the easiest way to sum it up it has regular controls you know
3: so the way i'm playing it is is basically just get to the next checkpoint alive because yeah. i feel like it's a game that will benefit from playing more than once once a little bit more conservative where you don't know what everything is yeah and you're just trying to make it through and then second playthrough when you're a little bit more familiar with where things are going to jump out and kill you you do a little bit more exploring and, and kind of play it that way differently but like every time i went exploring like i get killed so i said right let me just if, if i have 10 enemies because it just seems enemies just keep spawning and coming at you there's no way to like clear out a map uh so i just kind of eventually just run run away has been my um strategy but yeah, I got to the bit where you uh, you fight the big, uh, rig, quite a fun boss battle against the, a big old fish. Yes, in lake.
0: I actually just finished that myself as well. So yeah, yeah. Um, I think the pay, the pace. I mean, it's we it was said with, with two and three as well. They're extremely loyal, but they do they change stuff in them. So I'm I'm like sure. five hours in, but I'm in like the same spot as you, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah uh, uh, it, it's funny. Running away is definitely a good thing to do because it's kind of like, um there are and i'd forgotten this and i died a couple of times this week in in the new one in sequences where i was like am i fucking mental or are they just constantly new ones are constantly coming it's like oh well yes they are you're supposed to just go and get the thing and run whereas like in 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 the classic games and again this is why four was such a change it's like there was a limited amount of zombies. They didn't spawn infinitely, but the point was you couldn't fight them all because you didn't have the ammo. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, i will be interested to hear how you how you go. You're, you're not you're not a Resident Evil person at all, really. Um, it's,
3: the, it's the first one I've ever played.
0: Yeah, well, you're starting with the best one, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you if you enjoy this, I, I'd be interested to see you play the two remake because that's like one of the best remakes ever of one of the best games of all time. I'm actually i I've sidelined it now because I I'm playing the four, but I got I got. A two remake in the Steam sale, and I've already beaten it on the PS4. But I, I fired it back up on the Steam Deck, and I'm like, "This is, this is great." I mean, this <laughs> that that is a phenomenal game. I mean, it, it really is. I'll, I'll be interested to see what you make of the series. Uh, four is also longer than you might expect. Um, uh, yeah,
3: it's about fifteen hours. I yeah,
0: there's a there's a decent amount of stuff to do, and 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 it's tough. Some of it is tough as well. But anyway um yeah that's uh so re4 make uh thoroughly enjoying that uh a game uh 20 years old a few weeks ago that i have never played that i fired up for the first time this week again on the steam deck a little game called warioware inc uh for the old game boy advance yeah the uh, mega micro, micro games. games yeah um I they brought did.
3: they brought out two of those in 2003. One on Game Boy Advance and one on GameCube. Mega Party Games was the
0: GameCube one. And I have that over there the, already. Yeah, I'm i gonna I think I'm gonna work my way through the the series. I have them I have them all loaded up. They're
3: fun. They're really they
0: fun. are they are really fun. I mean, like so the 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 insane pace and the quality of the mini games is really really cool and super addictive. And I'm glad I'm very glad to know that they've made like ten extra games in that franchise. Like it's it's been consistently churned out over the last couple of years. Yeah. But the other thing I didn't know about them though is that like that's style is crazy the sense of style in that first game especially is so wacky so early 2000s so kind of like yeah japanese video game meets kind of like almost nickelodeon ish kind of sensibilities or a little bit of cartoon network almost put
3: the finger up the nose that's the classic finger up the Wario nose
0: game. like it's just very the only thing i was disappointed at, so i i i got through like a, a run of all the the, the main game, for lack of a better time, you, you unlock a bunch of extra stuff, and obviously, you can go yeah. back and play remixes. I was very disappointed that, like, the final boss of, of Wario's level is not like you don't fight Mario. I was very disappointed. <laughs> that. Um, sure. but very fun, very, very fun. Um, uh, war, the, the original yeah, the, Wario the, the Wario GameCube
3: Wario. One is a tremendous multiplayer game as well, as you can imagine. I'll have to Pester bro, let's play that with me. The chaos of, of four players all getting little micro games thrown at them. Sometimes all at once.
0: It's great. Yeah, I will have to check that out. I do have it. Like, I said, yeah, I'm. I'm actually. Yeah, I need to get a second controller for the old, the old Steam Deck, and I'll. I'll yeah, there's
3: one of them deck. I never got to play, and I always really wanted to. I think it was. Was it also was a Game Boy Advance? It was WarioWare Twisted, which had a gyroscope in it in the game.
0: Yeah, I must figure out if I can use. I don't know that. how that would how that would emulate, but because there is there is a thing that I do have installed that that. If, emulates the gyro on the 3ds i believe but i don't know how that works on because wasn't that the warioware one was in the cartridge wasn't it not it was the... in the cartridge yeah yeah so there's always those weird and i'll have to look that up i'm sure i can give it a, give it an outspin. um <laughs> Uh, I, w- I won't run down everything I got in the in the Steam sale because, like my, I never go for the big deals. I just whatever the Steam sale, just filter by under a tenner. Just give me the stuff that's like less <laughs> than a tenner. I got I got Jedi Fallen Order for three quid, which is pretty good. Um, uh, what a game! That's a, oh. a great deal. Um, I got Far Cry Three for under a fiver, which is one of my favorite games ever. And I got about five hours into it and I was really enjoying it. Um, but again, me being a latent PC gamer who doesn't actually play on PC, who just got a Steam deck and is now doing it. Uh, you have to log into Ubisoft's bullshit service thing mm. every single time you fire that game up. And so, uh, and has a remember me button, doesn't work. I uh, have to enter it every single time on a device that obviously I'm playing on a Steam Deck. I don't have a keyboard to hand. So I played about five hours. This is fuck cry. I he's still really fucking good. And then it was just one time too many. You know, I wanted to just pick up and play and not have to do it. So I uninstalled that. That was a bummer. um and i also spent a while googling can i skip this can i mod this out can i fucking do this can i do anything to get around it and all the answers were no you have to do it so that was disappointment um two games uh uh that i have not played before because most most of the stuff i got was just if i can get a game i i know i like for two quid i'll do it but uh two new games i got a tear down which is the um kind of it looks kind of like um uh like it's got like that kind of Minecrafty style look to it, but like a little bit more kind of grown up, for lack of a better term. Uh-huh. Uh, it's basically a um, uh, you play a, a basically a thief, I suppose, uh, in this kind of Minecraft stylized world. And the gimmick of the game is that it has it has. 100% destructible environments right so you're not you're not cap burgling you're kind of like you're bringing like a sledgehammer and knocking down walls to steal uh, equipment and things like that uh, mm. so i got that and what i didn't realize about it was that it's extremely open ended so it's not just smash and grab it's kind of like how do i get over this wall okay your tools aren't strong enough to break it so what i did was i knocked a nearby tree over and climbed the tree and got over the wall and <laughs> okay. then when, once you're in the facility there's cars and you can drive every vehicle on the map so i literally just rammed a car through the gate to leave and things like that and uh there's, there was a mission where I had to um, dispose of a safe in a nearby body of water. And so what I did, and, I, and I'm sure if I was go- to go on YouTube, there's people doing this six different ways. But uh, the safe was on the second floor. I backed a truck through the ground floor of a house and then broke the floor slash ceiling away from the second floor. Safe. Falls into the bed of the truck, and then I drove the truck into the marina, and I was like, and then was like, yeah, you did your mission. So I was like, it's, it's that, it's, it's why, yeah. the the gimmick is kind of break everything and look at these physics and oh my god! And then once you actually get in, it's like oh, super interesting open ended le- level design, uh, which I greatly appreciated. And the other bi- and the other new game I got was a extremely cute game that I think Paul you'll enjoy quite a lot. I got a game called Little Gator Game, L I L Gator Game, and this is to put a simplistic label on it, this is kind of like babies versus Zelda. Uh, <laughs> it's got a very cutesy cartoony stylized art style where you play as a little gator with a bunch of other anthropomorphic animal friends basically running around a forest. He's, he's like a childlike character who wants to play fantasy explorer with his big sister and his friends. Mm. And it has a Breath of the Wild style stamina, climbing meter. It has the um, uh, glider. It has the... Uh, Skate down a hill on your shield. It has all those classic mechanics, but it's designed in a very kid-friendly way. So there's no real challenge. All the enemies are little like cardboard monsters he made that aren't you're not actually fighting anything, you're just breaking them for the sake of, of uh, something to do. Um so it's it's accessible and kind of and it's definitely, I think, aimed at kids. It is very much in my first but it's actually like still fun and it's got it's got that kind of a little bit almost banjo collectathon y aspect of it um Mm, well uh, yeah
3: it's it's uh developed by platonic games
0: well yeah so that's that's the the, that's the, the link obviously that's the link there um very good like i said i i booted it up on a recommendation from a friend and i was like this is very cute and it's very charming and I was messing around the tutorial area, and I was kind of like, "Okay, I, I'm enjoying this." But then you get to the next area, and it opens up a little bit more. And I'm like, "Okay, now I'm like actually exploring, and I'm I'm doing this. Stuff. Very cool. I think I think you will enjoy it quite a lot. I'm only about an hour and a half in, but it's 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 um very addictive, and like I said, just very very charming uh, in the presentation of it.
3: Right? Yeah. Uh, Platonic yeah. for those who don't know are the
0: the rare guys, the the, the former rare folks. Yeah, they're um, yeah. yeah good good ukulele guys ukulele yeah. folks yeah so those are my uh those are my games uh uh this week uh what about you what other than other than resident evil on the wii what have you been uh what have you been playing and wwe 2k23 yeah so did um, you have did you have a match or did you just do the tutorial
3: i just did the tutorial okay which which you end with a match you as okay. xavier woods against john cena at wrestlemania <laughs> you beat john cena oh yeah
0: um
3: so no i don't have much more to say about that just yet i i will over the week dip my toe a little bit more into but i want that to be my my kind of side game you know that's that's not gonna be my primary game
0: right of course yeah
3: um similarly i dip my toe back into gears of war 2 which i'm playing ages me and my friend Sean, oh yeah you know, that's co-op gears of war has only ever been a co-op game to me and uh yeah so we're halfway through the second one so we played a little bit more of that today we played it for about an hour and a half and that was great uh gears of war is fun even if it's a little it's not aged particularly well no, yeah. especially when it goes into a, a lovely three sixty p cutscene. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's fun; it's, it's, it's a fun, fun enough little game. I am interested to see how that game series develops the further into the future they get away from the new metal, you know, origins of it. Um, but it's fun, you know. Uh, not much more to say about it. You you got a gun with a chainsaw on it. You fight a load of ugly enemies. Mm-hmm. Classic video games. Um, and apart from that, not much. I, I, I talked about Metroid fusion last week. I finished that. I'm still playing a few of the uh, Mario Bros. three new levels, which are, which are really fun. Um, I played a little bit of golden eye again today. I'm stuck in that fucking Aztec level. It's so hard. <laughs> um, Jesus. It, it, Cause I beat the main game and, and you have the two bonus levels, that Aztec level you start and you're in a room, three enemies, with ar-44 assault rifles and if you can get out of that room with three quarters of your health that's just the first le- room of the level and all the enemies in the level have either those or moonraker lasers it's very tough very very tough and there's a boss fight in it which upon beating the boss starts spawning infinite enemies and you have to run back to the star level and then back to the end level again it's really really hard but um yeah, I'm still trying to finish that if I can, but I beat the main game, so I don't really care anymore. <laughs> or if, I, if, I, if, I, if I can get them finished, I get finished. But isn't uh, So yeah, a lot, little bits of little bits of everything. So I want to get Resident Evil Four finished asap because we're, we're only two months away from Tears of the Kingdom, which I'm oh definitely God, gonna yeah. my, that's going to be my big game for for a hundred hours once that comes out. And uh, there's nothing else really. I, I came across. Um, Mario Galaxy again. I have to get back to doing Mario Galaxy. I never finished that when I was streaming. I'm streaming my Resident Evil 4 playthrough, by the way. That's a
0: problem. Oh yeah, I didn't know that.
3: Yeah, and Mario Galaxy just... Well, it's it's when I'm playing it, I'm setting up the gimmick. Just, just to throw it out there. I do need to get back to Mario Galaxy because I do want to finish that and play Galaxy 2. And also, I have a few Switch games that I got from my brother that he finished that I need to get a, a move on as well. But I, I, I quite like playing the Switch games when there's like a football match on TV or something. So I have uh, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. And Luigi's Mansion 3. So I'll give that my go so. I've
0: never played a Luigi's Mansion yeah. game. Oh, wow,
3: Quite fun. Yeah. Uh so lots of games at the moment, lots of games, lots of TV, and lots of music as well. Doo, doo, Joe? Doo, doo. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I was looking at our rundown, Joe, and I think I listened to an album that I might have expected maybe more from you, and the name of your album sounds like something that I would listen to. But I'll let you go ahead first. Wait,
1: I I dread to think which of the ones you think I would have listened to on your list. But anyway, we'll find out in a minute. So I listened. (laughs) I had an album. I have another album of the week. Um, This week's album of the week was uh, 10,000 Gex by the band 100 Gex, um, who are a favorite of both mine and Michelle. So I'm going to, I'll just read you a paragraph from Vulture.com, which I think sums up perfectly, you know, what the band and the album are about. Uh, 100 Gecks are an anarchic assault on the ears, a musical quilt of genres historically derided in the popular canon. New metal, scuzz rock, ska, and 90s pop punk are all fair game. The duo's music is typically described as hyper pop, per the scene that their debut record ushered in, but the most accurate term might be internet core, sounding more akin to the score on a flash game on Newgrounds than something atop <laughs> the radio charts. Um, so that was exactly how I kind of described it when me and Michelle were talking about it. I was like, oh, it's a bit of new metal, a bit pop punk, but it also has like no, uh, early two thousands flash game sounds all over it. Um, right. So I uh, I love the album. Um, mm. It's when I first started listening to me, I saw a description once on Twitter of like you kind of have to get used to it <laughs> before you'll like it because it is as as they allude to it's it's not um it's not necessarily like an attractive sound. It's not going to be something that pops up as, you know, frequent play on the radio. Like it has a bit of a weird sound to it, but once you get into it, it's fantastic. Um, so that on, on this particular album there's 10 tracks i would say standouts or a lot of people have said the standouts are kind of hollywood baby uh, and dumbest girl alive i particularly like there's two tracks that, that i love on this um one is called doritos and fritos
3: which have was, you talked about doritos and fritos on this before it sounds I, very familiar i it? might have mentioned it before but it's it was, was it on an ep or something it, it came out as a yet? single last summer it's been out for quite a
1: while so i was okay, i was listening I to it a well. lot last summer um absolutely absolutely kind of love it and the other one on this on this album is a track called Billy Knows Jamie which sounds and I won't I won't reveal the band it sounds like in case you listen to it and if you do listen to it please tell me if you uh, are familiar with the band but they are they are one that are heavily associated with professional wrestling Um, and it sounds just like them and I I loved it (laughs) and it it goes really intense at the end Um, but yeah Billy Knows Jamie is downstate what um, it be. um yeah yeah just I, I love that track and there's a couple of there's a scar a scar track on there i won't tell you the name because it kind of it would be a nice surprise if you do listen but yeah of course i love a love a good scar track you know i start playing my imaginary yeah. trombone and kind of skanking <laughs> up and down the living room love that and um yeah overall a uh, fantastic album definitely uh my favorite one i've listened to so far and my my album of the year so far I, I, okay. I, I, it was it was brilliant from start to finish for me.
3: Hundred gigs, tremendous. Okay, I, I'll I'll listen to that for next week. Okay, good. You should. I'll, I'll let you know my thoughts. Only twenty six minutes fifty three as well. Love Perfect.
1: It. Perfect. Listen to it every day this week. Listen to it twice, yeah. um,
3: in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, I completed my two hour forty five. Listen through of YouTube's oh, songs oh. of surrender.
0: Oh, I do surrender, I give up.
3: Um, It's a beautiful day. Oh, do, do. Oh, let it get away. Oh. <laughs> That's what it's like the whole time. It's bottom of the edge with a little acoustic guitar, bagging away. Hello, hello. Yeah, For to go. So they they're, they've stripped down their hits and their album tracks. seemingly every song they've ever done by the sheer length of the thing. And uh, yeah, they've done it. They've done an acoustic stripped down um, quadruple LP album, 40, 40 tracks, which you can also get in a sixteen track bundle. If forty is too many for you, um, works sometimes. Some of the tracks are, are, are don't some of them don't translate well. You'd be surprised to hear stuff like Vertigo, which is a straightforward rock song, doesn't exactly work as a as a pared down acoustic ballad. Uh, some of them do, like uh, you know, Desire, um, Pride, Where the Streets Have No Name. I think they work, but the more rocky ones, maybe the more Beautiful Day era songs, where where they were kind of more ostensibly a rock band. doesn't quite work and actually i think the stuff that worked better was maybe the lesser known songs because you don't have the point of reference of you know the sound of again beautiful day to compare to so you're hearing these new songs or at least to me new songs i think especially in the last half of the uh the, the 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 fourth album which is the bono one i think is the strongest of the four it's got a lot of good like actually good acoustic stuff in there but well, you know, most of it doesn't work. Most of it doesn't uh, justify the uh, the project. Frankly, yeah. there's 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 too much uh, faux hipster. Oh my god, we're so deep with our acoustic guitar man and ooh and Bono. Ooh, baby. You know, it, 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 frankly, a lot of it comes off as kind of wankery. No, you do Why? Bono, you're joking. But there, there, there's some, there's some decent stuff in there and there's even one or two little like gems but two hours 45 is too much to sift through so i would say if you're Mm. anyway interested i can't imagine anyone listening to this would be but maybe check out the 16 track version rather than the 40 track version Uh, or if you're interested in just hearing one of the four i would recommend the the Bono faced one because each each of the mm. LPs has one of the band members. The Bono one, I think, is, is the strongest one, which weirdly is also doesn't have as many of the hits on it as, as the other ones do. Uh, but if you want to listen to Beautiful Day, just listen to the version they brought out in two thousand and one. That's the best one.
0: <laughs> still, still works. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: It is not improved by removing the edges, uh, melodic uh, guitar, electric guitar sound. <laughs> Um, but that's not all, folks. I also listened to some Linkin Park, uh, a band that I was long embarrassed hmm. to count myself as someone who, who actually enjoyed it. I would never admit it. No. I would never admit to liking Linkin Park. Certainly in my school, Linkin Park were a band that were, it was not cool to like Linkin Park. And so, you know, for many years, you're beholden to the schoolyard cool meter in terms of what you can listen to and what you can't obviously you reach it you reach an age eventually where it doesn't matter what you like you can just like what you like and that's it so i've listened to the first two albums that lincoln park i've never listened to their albums i I know that i know the singles for the most part but i've never listened to the albums um uh, so i listened to hybrid theory and meteora which is a, a a knee drop from the top rope to a standing opponent um and I would say they're quite good. I mean, hybrid theory is almost quaint in how new metal y it sounds. It's almost yeah. indistinguishable at times from like a disturbed album. It doesn't like they haven't quite morphed into what we know as that like Lincoln Park rap metal remix sound right. that Lincoln are known for. It's, it's a little bit more straightforward. Uh there's some good you know, some bangers on there. You have one step closer and uh you know, in the end, the, the stuff stuff that you would know and like um but i think meteor is the more consistent of the two albums it's uh it maybe doesn't have the heights although Num is Num is really really good but it doesn't have maybe the the heights of hybrid theory but throughout it's a little bit more consistently good uh, and a little bit more developed whereas hybrid theory is a little bit more raw like i said a little bit more generic uh, Meteor and a little bit more lincoln park i I do like as well in, in a so good it's bad way i like their uh their angsty uh, rap lyrics. I'm um, yeah. so sad. I'm over here being mad. I'm gonna shout real loud. <laughs> just their their delivery is so earnest that I kind of enjoy it. Um, but yeah, I mean, so far so good. Um, no, just as I, I wouldn't be by any means a mad Lincoln Park fan, but yeah, I, I like a few. I like a few of their their tracks. Um. So I'll give their next one a go, maybe over this week as well. Which is, uh, I forget the name of the album. It's the one with uh, "What I've Done" on it, which is a banger. So I'm looking forward to that.
0: Well, are you going to listen to to Collision Course? Uh, I don't know what Collision Course is. A Jay Z album. Oh. Um, possibly. That listen if you're gonna if you're going to <laughs> then you got to do it. Listen if you're going to jump into. A rocket ship, time machine, capsule, and go back and experience the early two thousands Zeitgeist splendor of Lincoln Park. (laughs) Then you have to go back. And funny enough, me and my friends in Glasgow were actually just talking about this past this past week. We talked about Collision Course specifically. Then you have to go back and appreciate Lincoln Park and Mister Sean Jay Z Carter coming together and saying, "Lads." What if we made the greatest thing of all time, mm, which is mm. a Jay Z X Lincoln Park album, and and Al Chester was like, right, Jay, we uh, get out a notepad and just write some fresh on. No, 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 no. He says, hang on, we've between us, we've 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 written a bunch of great songs. We're just gonna remix them, pal.
3: Okay, it's an it's an EP,
0: Collision Course. Apparently, here this is one of the most beloved <laughs> pieces of pop culture. Uh, you know, from that era, trust me, you'll, I, as, a, as an actual, I, album,
3: I know <laughs> this, I know the Noman core.
0: Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll know, it. And, exactly. but they're, they're they're all of that ilk. It is literally, it is literally just like, like probably the most successful DJ <laughs> mega mix ever released as an actual CD, but you have to, right,
3: right, right. you have no, to, no, 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 no. I mean, uh, I, my plan was just the seven studio albums, but I will make sure to throw that in. Squeeze right, that yeah. one in there. Squeeze that one in. 2004. So actually that's next, I believe.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's, that's, that's what I was thinking yeah it was after meteora um Um, anyway
3: yeah i mean very good in in it like i i I enjoy i enjoy a bit of rap metal a bit of new metal i mean who doesn't you know lincoln lincoln park limp biscuit fuck i love it love all that love all that objective shit um uh, and then closing out with my new album of the week miley cyrus endless summer vacation Hmm. Um, you might have heard flowers the lead single
0: I can buy myself Mother flowers. flowers. That's the she one. can buy herself flowers if she wants. Hemsworth, all right, you little prick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought it was very listenable, very, very uh, poppy. I was surprised to hear. I expected it to be more country inspired and more. You know, this new image she's kind of put out for herself yeah. as a gravelly voiced, um, blondie style rock chick. Yes. The album is very much not that. <laughs> if anything, it's like a regression back to her pop roots. Um, there's elements on there. There's elements of country and elements of, of of rock, but it's it's by no means the the overarching feel of the album. It's a pop album through and through. Um, I don't think there's anything on it quite as strong as her better tracks. Your your uh, your wrecking balls and the like. There's nothing. Mm quite as as much an earworm as those mm. um and so the album kind of comes and goes and it's, it's it's kind of more or less forgettable but while you're listening to it yeah, there's some good hooks on there there's some okay. good dance numbers on there but i was really hoping for a a, a kind of more of a, a new a new version of, of a blondie or a you know a bonnie tyler you know like a, a gravelly voiced rock heroine which we have right had a long old time and i thought oh, like I, I like a l- lot of her um live performances of the last few years i know she's done like heart of glass and, and tracks that really suit her voice and so i thought her album might be moving in that direction as well but uh but no <laughs> unfortunately i guess that's not what brings in the dollar bills at the end of the day so it's a little bit more straightforwardly pop kind of blandish it was okay it was okay i mean if you told me five years ago that i'd be listening to a miley cyrus album and liking any of it i
0: wouldn't have believed you but there you go it was fine Alrighty. and uh that is that's music golf and i think that's the the show for this week big show big heavy show lots to chat Real. about lots of, of guffs. And uh, uh, that will do it for this week. I want to thank you all very much for listening. We will be back next week with, I guess, a WrestleMania preview. I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, I'm
3: gonna watch. I'm gonna watch WrestleMania.
0: I looked at that card and I have like new interest whatsoever.
3: Adrenaline, in so Cody Rose, gonna win the belt.
0: I was gonna say, what? like, I, I, I could see myself, like, I was gonna say, oh, I'll watch Cody and Roman. It's like, no, I'll wake up Monday morning, see the gif of Cody with the belt, and go, okay, right, okay. So he won, okay. okay um, I'm gonna watch it, I'm gonna watch it. Well, I suppose, like, I, since it is still a two-nighter, I suppose, like, if I'm doing nothing else of the Saturday, I will, you know, take another look. But we'll we'll run down the card next week, and we'll chat about it, I suppose.
3: Barry, uh, it's the showcase of the Immortals. Well, I've seen the Immortals. I've seen them now.
0: I've, you know, yeah.
3: they, although they haven't they haven't told me how stupendous this year's one is going to be, so I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, well, maybe that that's just going to be wall to wall.
3: I mean, that's the biggest failing of of papa paul is that he hasn't come up with a, a massively annoying buzzword <laughs>
0: yeah the most outrageous anyway we'll talk about wrestlemania next week until then everyone thank you very much for listening it's goodbye from me barry it's goodbye from joe goodbye goodbye from paul goodbye